I just bring the ship inside. It's time to record in a minute. I, I, I'm hungry too. Hello? This is Kevin Touch. Ah, I'm, hello. Bring me my rope too. I'm, I got a call from KT. Hello, Mr. KT? Yes. Uh, please excuse me. We have a new guest on the line. Hello. Hello there, Aristotle. Hi, Mr. Ike. How are you? We're, we're on together right now with, with Mr. Kevin Touch, the phenomenon. That is fantastic. What are you doing right now, Mr. Ike? Uh, I just uh, was watching a show called Man in the High Castle. What is this Man in the High Castle about? Uh, it was about... Um, uh, alternate future where uh, the Nazis won World War II. Ah, and how do you feel about these situations? Well, I'm really glad that the Americans won. <laughs> yes, I wonder most cases, what would have happened if it had been the other way around? Well, I think it definitely would be a different world for sure. Yes. Now, let me ask you this, Mr. Ike. You sound like a very intelligent man. What is this well, thing? Yes, anytime. What do you think about this uh, conspiracy or conspiracy theory that uh, the, the Germans had some type of weapons of mass destruction or possibly uh, access to intelligent uh, type of crafts like a UFOs, the shaped bell? Um, and being linked to a lot of uh, maybe a possible alien extraterrestrial race. Do you believe in these things? Um, no, I don't, because if they did have access to them, they certainly didn't uh, use them to their advantage. This is a very true, true indeed. Now, they also say that the scientist, the lead scientist, Mr. Bonner von Braun, he was developing the nukes in the high, high high big missiles and bombs uh, and this is the reason why they have to go and take out the Germans amongst them doing what they did to the Jewish but needless a lot of the stories behind these things and then I find it kind of strange that they would get one of Ambran to America and come develop some type of weapons for us. Do you know the background of this? Um, I don't know it as well as I would like to. Um... I, yeah, so I, I can't really speak um, completely intelligently on on that, but I, I do think it's strange that, uh, you know, things kind of worked out the way they did. But um, I, uh -huh. I'm certainly glad that America was able to develop the bomb first. And yes. That was to win. I, I can appreciate your honesty and, and uh, uh, your humble Hey. Excuse me, but I don't know these things. Don't, don't need to want to step on toes. I can, I can respect you for this. And this is why Mr. KT, he loves speaking to me uh, as well as I love speaking to you. And we all love speaking to each other. How long have you been on Anchors? Um, I've been consistently uploading for a month or almost a month. Um, but I've had the app since April or June. Ah, you've been holding out from uh, placing content so much, you, you've been kind of respecting everybody and taking your time with good content, it sounds like. Yes, that's right. I uh, wanted to um, 
see what kind of style really took off here on Anchor, and uh, very nice. So I could see if I could fit in, and uh, fortunately, I do, and uh, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I like you. You uh, are very intuitive and, and very mindful of the times you live in, being able to create and put out stuff that's not garbage, but yet put out stuff that you're comfortable with, it sounds like, and maybe on the consumption side of the consumer side, you want to give them value. So why don't you share with me in the world and KT, what is it exactly that you put out? What's your mission or what is Mr. Ike? about on his station um well well first off thank you very much for the compliments uh that was very nice and yeah. uh, in terms of uh what i um, upload um mainly what my station has become uh, and what i at least i hope is perceived as um, is a place where uh, people can just come and listen and have uh, a good time and you know, get a relief from uh, the daily struggles that they might be going through. Um, originally, I was planning on um, having uh, more political discussions um, and more kind of controversial subjects, but um, it just has kind of um, gone a different way where, um, I, you know, I'm instead of talking about politics and stuff instead we're doing uh, accent battles <laughs> so um it, you know i didn't really expect that but um like i said i'm having fun with it and uh, i am planning on starting a station uh, that will focus more heavily on um not quite so uh happy or fun subjects i like your mindset because this is exactly uh, what is needed. It sounds to me like uh, you, have you been to journalism school or you, this is just natural to you? Um, I have taken uh, college English classes um, and uh, I've always had just kind of the uh, natural knack for uh, communication, but um, yeah, I, I kind of, am, kind of a mix of both. I like you. You are a smart man and you will, if you develop the other station, it will do well, I'll tell you, because people want to s listen. Let's call it like it is. Everybody would like to speak their mind. Everybody has an opinion. And everybody sees the life through their own perspective. And it's good. And so right now, since there's a lot of chaos, it's a good time to bring this to the forefront. And you can come at it from maybe not so much your own perspective, but an open engagement discussion. And you become number one in all, all aspects because they look at you more like he questions things and he doesn't force his opinion on the world, even though right. sometimes those people are successful too when they force their opinion, but you'll have much more easier success from the masses because they'll say, hey, Ike is a good man. He listens to us. So you might be president one day. But listen, Ike, you got me interested because some people say I have accent and I said, you're crazy. I don't know what you mean by this accent. You know, <laughs> what's this, uh, this battle of accents you talk about this, this thing, is this some kind of comedy show? Uh, what, what is it? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like the battle of the accents. Well, it all kind of started, um, with, a, a seeing off that I did with uh, another guy here on anchor. His name is Christopher 164. And, um, mm -hmm just on one of his segments, he uh, kind of 
posed the question um, if if his if the audience would like it if he uh, posted a segment of him singing, and yes. um, that gave me the idea to kind of challenge him to a sing off. Um, if he posts a song, then um, I'll post a song, and so that's kind uh-huh. of how it started. And then once that ended, uh, I was like, well, what's what else can we do? And so um, I've always had fun just uh, doing accent battles with my friends. And so I thought, well, maybe we can do that here on Anchor. And so people just call in with whatever accent uh, they um, so choose, you know, what? Yeah, so choose. And uh, hey, KT, by the way, how you doing? Goodness. Oh, I forgot you were here. I'm sorry. Hold on, Midas, bring me the sheep inside the inside the house. They're gonna freeze to death in the in the snow. Sorry, my he, my uh, Midas is needs to bring the sheep inside. Who knows this is cold inside? Uh, the sheep in, in this time of the year uh, they don't have their full fur, and I have 152 sheep outside. So he needs to go herd them. I'm on the oh, phone dear. call. Yes, you guys are more important to me. Okay, so tell me about this again. You were saying that you do accents now. Have you heard my type of accent? They say I have. I, I don't think I have accent. This is how I was born. Has anyone done my accent on your show? No, they have not. Um, there's been a German accent. That... I'm sorry. I'm sorry? He said if he wanted to be on your uh, would he be able to answer, basically? No, but no, that's not even the question. Here's the question, Katie. If I call in... I probably, they think that I'm doing accent, but this is just how I speak, so I don't, I'm not qualified, right? <laughs> no, you are very qualified. Um, uh, actually, uh, a German guy called in, and uh, it was just his natural accent, um, but he was seeing if I could do a German accent. So, yeah, oh, okay. if you called in, it would be completely, completely fair. I like you. Now, I, mean, I, can, I can call in and do accents because I'm known to do accents. So let me see if I can do this correctly. I'm going to give everybody on Anchor a shot. Listen, by the way, you're being heard by uh, almost, I'm approaching 15,000 listens. So right now you're, you're, you're being heard by almost everyone around the world. Uh, KT is also a popular kind of guy on Anchor. So Mr. Ike, we're going to bring you uh, a lot of stardom. But listen, everybody listen on Anchor. I've been told I do karaoke because we have very big karaoke nights out here. And mm-hmm. I usually say, hey, I'll sign up. And I sign up. And after I finish my, my ginger ale and Shirley Temple and I have, you know, a couple of little snacks, I get on stage and I clear my throat and I say, okay, I'm going to sing Elvis Presley. Most people, they laugh. They're like, no, he's yeah, not. Yeah, he doesn't. Start to stop. Yes. Mike loves Elvis Presley, believe it or not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've listened to him my entire life. So you like him. Listen, so what if I call your station for 2018 and we bring in a new year and I call in like this? Watch this. What? Tell me if I'm okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> Wise men say only fools rush in for I can help falling in love with you. So, I don't know. Most people, they give me a little <laughs> bit of applause, but I, I'm not sure. If, if, that was if great. I, that, was, that was very good. Spot on. I, I, spot on. I, I thank you, but sometimes I know people, they joke to me and they, they kind of for you. 
you know, humble opinions is nice, but I don't think I've nailed it just yet. I need maybe years and years of time. I'll tell you what I I'll do one more and then we can talk to Mr. KT. They okay. say everybody's drunk in the karaoke bar, okay? It's a small bar. It probably fits five people, but it's a packed house. So everybody in the town, maybe about 300 people, we show up. Mind mm -hmm. you, we're all tight in this place. It's freezing outside, so they drink a lot. And they say, hey, Artistato, your dad was a famous uh, poet and, and philosopher. He would be so proud of you if you could sing country's music. And I said, I don't know country's music. I only do Elvis impressions. They said, no, do, do uh, some type of country. So then I say, okay, fine, no problem. So then I, I get on the microphone the other night and I said, fine, everybody's drunk. They're not going to tell the difference. I said, okay. I get on the microphone and I start singing. And so the only thing I could think of is, 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 is I'm going to tell you right there, I don't know what song I'm going to sing. But in fact, we'll go ahead and sing a little bit of this one here. I got friends in low places where the whiskey down and the beer the Texas my blue way. And, and so I don't know the words, but uh, I please forgive me, everybody. Don't mean to scare people, but what do you think of this? That's spot on. That was very authentic. Very good. Yeah. I thank you for the uh, the humble opinions. You guys are very nice boys. But, uh, Katie, why don't you segue a question to Mr. Ike, please? Yeah, sure. So I, uh, I apologize. You're fine. You're fine. Uh, definitely tend to those sheep. But anyway, uh, Ike, uh, your, your question uh, for you is, uh, what's your – any uh, plans on a watch day on your second station? I was, I was curious. Plans on what for the second station? Yeah, an actual launch date, or are you just going to go with Jam 1, like you said earlier in previous talks? Um, I, you know, um, I'm not sure yet. And I'm not actually – can you <laughs> say that question one more time? I'm sorry. My reception has been really bad here tonight. I don't know why. But, oh, the telegram uh, was acting up as artist I would say. Yeah, but uh, – Of course. Uh, but I was saying, like, do you, what's the actual day you plan on, like, watching the actual uh, – the second, I gave you, I gave you a, a suggestion. The wood between boards, or the wood between life, yeah. wood between life. But uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, I'm going for January first uh, as a release date, mm -hmm. um, but I'm not exactly sure if that'll happen. Right. Minus, you know, I, I'm still trying to come up with a schedule for it and everything like that. Right, right. And so um, I'll be working on that a lot this weekend. And so I guess it kind of depends on how much I get done over the weekend. Um, if I get, you know, a good good start on it, then probably January, I'll be able to do it by January 1st. Um, if not, um, probably during the first week of January sometime. Um, so, yeah, it'll, it really just depends on if I get what I want to get done uh, this weekend accomplished. That's awesome, man. I think that's, that's a good that's a good point that you just kind of have the perfect plan, just execute. I think you'll be fine. Second station's always uh, not that hard. Just once again, the, the rhythm, you'll be good. Right. Yeah. And thank you for, again, all the suggestions. I really appreciate them. For sure, for sure. Mr. Uh, Ike, I have a question for you on the political point of the perception of the view for your eyes and what you see right now going on. Just just shooting the shit, as you say, in, in, the, in the States of uh, America. Uh, how do you feel right now with all the uncoverings 
of what's going on in the White House in the political area of all the sexual, uh, uh, you know, bad things that these men do and abuse their power. How do you feel the 2017s being uh, the 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 the, sh the light shed on darkness and all this coming out to light. How do you feel about these things? Well, I think it's very, very shameful that these um, men are uh, mistreating women the way that they are. Uh, yeah. it, it's just very uh, sickening that um, they have no respect for um, women or really themselves. Because if they had respect for themselves, uh, they wouldn't be doing uh, what they are so uh, agree agree now how does this affect america in general well um you know i think um you, you know i've always um been very cautious to put trust in people in power because um most of the time they got there because they uh, had some shady dealing somewhere along the line, but right. um, yes. it, it just, you know, uh, cast even more of a shadow on uh, people in political power. Um, but yeah, I don't think, um, you know, I think it needs to be taken care of. And then I think you need to move on. Um, I think if, you know, obviously it was not um, acceptable that it happened, but I think if we get stuck on this issue, um, we're not going to be able to continue moving forward like the way we need to. I agree. And let me ask you, in, in adjacent to this question I just posed on you, how do you see the narrative that's being pushed if there's some sort of agenda of the sexual misconduct in the White House leading all the way into America still in, in, in the Hollywood sector, uh, a lot of the powerful people so we have two powerful areas and then the influence if you would and then it brings down together to the sexual misconduct what is this narrative that's being pushed that maybe is this a conditioning that they're preparing the masses for or maybe they want to push a new law a new agenda preparing for something how do you see this mm -hmm. well you know that brings up a good point it is interesting that these allegations are just now coming out um, after you know, 20 or 30 years since uh, the victims claim it happened. And, you know, I don't know exactly um, why it's taken so long. Definitely in some cases, I think the women are doing it just for the attention. Sure. Uh, you know, I certainly, uh, there, I, I know there are cases certainly where um, their stories are true. Um, but I think in a lot of cases, it's just a cry for attention, you know, um, they're either getting older and don't have as much popularity as they used to, um, you know, or, or something like that. And so they, uh, you know, find, find out about this movement, uh, the hashtag me too movement, and they kind of jump on the ba bandwagon. And, um, you know, I, I just think it's interesting that it takes, it took them 30 years, um, to come out with these allegations. So I don't know if there's some kind of a conspiracy or, uh, yeah, I don't really believe that. I just think they're uh, hungry for more attention. I like this man, uh, Mr. KT. He is a very intelligent. Uh, yeah, well, do you use a, like his, uh, go ahead. 
Yeah, Ike <laughs> is a very smart man. I gotta admit, he uh, he holds himself very well and knows about certain things that uh, a lot of people may take for granted. He holds himself in a professional way, Aristotle. He's. I will add to that, Katie. He speaks very eloquently and is very astute in a lot of things. So, Mister uh, Ike, if I may. Let me ask you these questions. Since you like politics and you're very, uh, very well informed, and again, you speak with an eloquent elegance to you. I like this. Oh, how you. do you see? You're welcome anytime. How do you see? How do you see the Pentagon recently re- releasing uh, their research and the government cover-up program uh, that they uncover? Uh, they're researching these UFO craft, and they say yes. They exist, and we've been researching them. How do you feel about this? Um, well, I again, that's something that uh, I don't know very much about. I actually thought you were going to uh, ask about the recent release of the JFK files. Um, that's my next point in case, but go ahead. Okay. We'll, we'll do that murder case in a minute. Okay. Uh, so with the UFOs, um, I, I actually I haven't heard anything. Uh, about that, uh, which actually is pretty surprising uh, to me that I haven't. Um, I, I was going to say, that's kind of strange to me because it's all over CNN. It is all over the Fox News. It's all over the news networks, and they have the CIA and the Pentagon officials that were working on the project that's now been declassified to the public, and they show the videos and they show the testimonials of these men and the pilots of the aircraft that, uh, that were chasing these UFOs. So it's, it's up for the public. It's disclosed already for the world to see. For the next point being, why 2017 they doing all this, re, you know, releasing of stuff? Now, mm-hmm. what, oh, Trump is making America great. I don't know so much yet. But listen, to the next point you just made was JFK. How do you feel about these documents? And have you taken a close look at them? Um, I have not taken a close look at them, but I, I um, you know, do know that there was uh, extensive research done by um, by this guy who uh, used to work for uh, the Secret Service, and um, he concluded that uh, the uh, assassination was um, an accidental uh, misfire by actually one of the Secret Service people, and um, yes, yeah. And so that that's uh, kind of I know it's kind of a conspiracy theory, but um, that's the story that uh, uh, makes the most sense to me because um, just with the ballistic uh, evidence, uh, it would be highly improbable uh, probable that Lee Harvey Oswald made that shot. So um, that's just that that's uh, my viewpoint on the uh, JFK conspiracy um and, and everything like that and i wasn't really expecting anything new to come out with these jfk files because um, the government does not like to admit that they mess up that's uh, right yes uh, mr mr ike do you do you know what has happened to mr oswald is he dead or alive or in prison what's his status oh uh, lee harvey oswald yes, the oswald guy uh yeah he um he was shot and killed by the uh, mob lord, uh, Jack something, I believe. So this is a sad case because if this man did not do it, 
he gets killed anyway, so there goes all the evidence. And, and uh, listen, let's call it like it is. It smells like a bunch of cow dung to me. I don't know. This is why I don't worry about it because yeah. they keep you busy with something that happened in the past that we'll never know the truth. Right. One thing about the past, man, you can't change it. Whatever's happened, it's happened. Yep. This leads me to my next point. Does anyone here on this platform, uh, this, this panel, should I say, how do you guys see the future? Do you see it more like uh, everything happens all over again as if it's a, 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 a game, hypothetically speaking, uh, that all this repeats itself? History and repeats itself, right. Have you? How do you feel about those things, Mister Ike? Uh, well, I I kind of had this uh, discussion with David Phillips. Um, he was talking about the similar similarities between the Pax Romana right. and uh, the state of America uh, today. And uh, what I said was that um, you know America is in danger of becoming like Rome, where uh, we become so complacent and so um, consumed with our selves and um instead of caring about the country uh, that we just kind of uh let it all go and let it fall into uh the hands of um tyrants or yes. uh, other nations who uh you know want want to take over or destroy it um i i think there's hope for america um and especially uh since uh donald trump uh, looks like Aristotle. Like Aristotle, yeah. It's a kind of all going, no worries. But uh, right. yeah, it's a it's an interesting conversation. You know, we we really don't know if the future could hold. Sometimes it could backfire. I mean, like the past from my, I I think I hopped in about I think it was the present where I made my call in. I think was something. Yeah, I think so. Yep. I I was uh, debating it. To be honest with you, I was uh, kind of concerned and at the same time wondering like what. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, it could it could go either way. You know, the Roman Empire and the the state of the U.S. It's uh, it's an interesting. Uh, I guess you'd say plot twist, and it, it's kind of like a parallel right now where you you see it and you don't see it, and how you kind mm-hmm. of adapt to it is really on, is all perspective. So I don't know. It's interesting. Oh, he's back. Yeah, I, I'm I'm back. I'm sorry. My my telephono is uh, the, the 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 telegram is no good. Well, uh, Myas had heard that sheep, but he escaped. So maybe one well, Midas, Midas has not brought me my robe, so I'm standing here uh, after my bath. He has not brought a sheep in. He's only brought five out of 152 sheep. So I'm wondering what's going on. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Anywho, go ahead. Proceed. Sorry, guys. You're good. We, I, I kept the convo going. You're good. Yeah, so... Um... Like you said, KT, it's a very uh, interesting, um, you know, kind of parallel where um, America has experienced um, many years of peace after a a huge war, kind of like uh, Rome did. Um, But I think there are uh, enough people left in America who who care about uh, preserving the nation that uh, I don't think uh, we're going to face the fate that Rome did. Um, at least not at this time. This is accurate. I'm only worried if our kids' kids, two generations from now, will be facing this. Let me ask you, Mr. Ike, do you feel like America 
is Babylon or maybe like uh, the Roman Empire in a sense? Um, I definitely think it has the potential to become um, a Babylon or a Rome. And um, it, it will be very interesting to see what uh, the future generations, um, how they uh, handle with what this generation is doing. Um, yes, I like so, this. Um, I hope that this generation can set up uh, the future generations to, uh, you know, I hope they can set them up well and set them up for success instead of setting them up uh, with a world that, uh, you know, doesn't have an America to, um, you know, preserve freedom, justice, and uh, liberty for all. I agree highly with you. Now, I'm trying to pull up uh, the national that is moment. And uh, does anyone on this uh, panel know exactly what we are in the national debt? Uh, seven trillion? I thought it was eight. I thought it was eight. Eight trillion? I okay, I think it's higher than this. Let me see. 13 points. Uh, uh, no, it's more. The GDP in the last 12 months is up to 18.96 trillion. They raised the debt ceiling. Now, let me ask you both these questions. If and so, we're trying to set up the future and our kids is kids and kids, what do you think will happen? How to? I know we cannot repay this debt, let's be honest. How do you see the country happening to have to reset this debt and start from fresh so a catastrophe has to happen in order to do it? Or do you think they're going to set maybe a standard uh, dollar uh, monetization for global monetization and all the countries will maybe just say, okay, let's erase the debt and start from scratch nicely. Or do you think a big catastrophe has to happen to solve this issue? Well, um, that, that's a very good and interesting point. Um, like you said, there's no way we are paying that debt back. Um, even if we uh, stopped um, having uh, our products produced uh, in other countries and started producing solely in America, it would take so long to pay back that debt. Um, I, I think what's going to end up happening is like you said, there is going to be something to add the unforeseen nature too. Yep. Th that, um, or we just go to a global um, standard, standard dollar, standard money, uh, standard currency. And yes. uh, that's what everybody uses uh, to uh, buy things. And uh, I'm a Christian, and so uh, you know I believe uh, in what uh, the Book of Revelation prophesies um, about uh, the one world order, and it does yes. talk about a uh, global monetization occurring. So that that is what I see happening in the future. Well, thank you for saying these things because now I feel comfortable talking to you more about these end times that I tell KT that we are living in. Uh, given that you're a Christian and I'm a big believer too in uh, my oh, Lord. That's fantastic. Yes, listen, uh, here's the point. We got to tell everybody to help everybody. And I know you will side with this because we both understand this well is that uh, we are living in some biblical times that uh, have now been coming to pass. Right. If America does not understand, if they don't, I understand if they don't understand. Again, we both do, you and I. 
uh, the biggest signs that have passed in the last 12 months are biblical proportions. We've had the, the, the darkening of the nation when you had the, the solar eclipse. Mm -hmm. This happened was biblical. Now, how did this happen? If you look at it where it started from Seattle and it worked its way all the way down towards the middle, like a crack of the United States, and the, the, as it kept moving, the light and it dimmed all the way down towards the East Coast. That was biblical. Would you not agree, Mr. Ike? No, I, I think that was um, definitely biblical. Um, and, you know, within the past um, few years, we've had the uh, four blood moons, too, which uh, yes. is also talked about uh, in the book of Revelation. And yes. so... Um, you know, I do think we're living in some very uh, prophetic times. And, yes, there you go, prophetic times, yes. And so I I don't think we're at the end yet. Um, I think there, there is more that needs to happen. Um, and the, uh, the temple in Israel still needs to uh, be completed. And yes. so, uh, you know, I don't think we are at the end yet. Uh, thank goodness. <laughs> it does say it in the Bible. It says, for uh, all these signs will come to pass and look up for your redemption, draw of nine. But I say to you, the end is not yet. In those exact words, verbatim, I quoted. Yes or no? Do I believe that? Well, that's what it says, word for word. I just quoted verbatim exactly how it says it. Oh, okay. Yes. And so you're correct is what I'm saying is the end gotcha. is not okay. yet. Yeah, yes. right. Exactly. That's yes. Um, and, I, you know, definitely, I think we're living in uh, historic times for sure. Um, you know, this is a very interesting period of history. And, um, you know, it, it's going to change uh, all the history to come. It's going to change the future that the things that are happening right now. And so, um, you know, so it is very interesting to watch all of this. Mr. Reich, let's give people the value here. I think you and I just got to a very interesting, re realistic points that we are making is the first thing happened for blood moons. You were right. Then we had the eclipse where America went dark for just a few minutes. Yep. Then earthquakes in diverse places. And I mean, tremendous amount of big earthquakes. Yes. Remember these? Oh, yes, definitely. And the flooding, the floods that just happened, the hurricanes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Nitty gritty. Rumors of war. And we are hearing tremendous amounts of rumors of war, yes? Oh, definitely. Like with North Korea, um, ah. the, the uh, conflict with uh, the Islamic State. I definitely, yes. definitely think that um, we are, you know, uh, living out what, what the Bible has prophesied. I, I love this. Mr. KT, I don't think you are ready to hear the endings uh, because this is just, we have to carry this conversation, guys, very soon. I'm interested to know, are you going to do this station uh, relating to this type of stuff? Uh, yes, Th this stuff um, for sure. And, um, you know, I, I, <laughs> these are the kind of conversations that, that I love having. I want having. to be if I may, onto your station. Yes, that, that would be fantastic if you'd come and uh, join me. I would love to have you. I would be my pleasure because you are a very nice boy. I love you and KT. 
and I want to continue these things. Mr. KT, would you like to close the session? Absolutely. So, guys, what are your thoughts tonight? Do you really think we are all in a prophecy? What's your thoughts on Ike? Dang, you left. <laughs> I was gonna do my, uh, that's okay. That's okay. I'll, I'll still I'll still be in character. So, what's your thoughts on that, Ike, in, in our sales conversation? You like the idea of a second station? Your thoughts on JFK? And more importantly, what will the war do? And is that the future to be continued? Anyway, I appreciate your time, man. That was a great combo. And uh, I think you, you, Absolutely. Held, you held yourself pretty well, man. I got to admit. I think, <laughs> Thanks. No, no, that was very interesting. <laughs> no, honestly, when, uh, with, with, when most people get on the call with Aristotle, they just hang up or they don't understand or they don't really get the fact that this is – this is real. So the uh, your ground, you held your uh, okay. Most people will just be like, ah, hang up, hang up, hang up. It says more about you, the fact that you can do these things, and uh, it's impressive. They've definitely been impressing me. Uh, oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. You haven't been on this. You haven't even been on here for two. Nope. <laughs> I mean, you'll, you'll, just like when Uncle Mike gets back, I mean, like what he said, now you can pretty much teach him and we can start teaching each other. And uh, I think it's a, wait. it's a great platform, my man. But uh, appreciate it. Now, uh, before we end here, uh, do you, we have a call with Avi tomorrow. It's up to you if you want to come on. It's 3 o'clock. But if you're busy, I understand. It might just be maybe a 20-minute okay. combo because the problem is, I know everyone's busy with you know New Year's Eve and whatnot, so we're not gonna, yeah. we're not going to push it too much. But if you, that'd be cool. You're welcome. To yeah, come. I think awesome. I really appreciate the invite. Uh, I think I should be able to do it. Um, definitely having it uh, be a shorter conversation. Uh, Twenty minutes top. That's it. That's it. We're, cool. Yeah, we're just going to reflect, cool. and uh, you maybe can explain a little bit yourself. And uh, that's it, man. Appreciate your time, and uh, can't Alrighty. wait. Can't well, wait. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I can't wait for uh, the My Anchor Info launch too. That's always fun. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, like, that's been great talk tonight, guys. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. And Aristotle, of course. Night, guys. Appreciate everyone's support. And uh, no songs tonight. Oh, my producer says saying something. A little planet action right there. Let's see how the family at home. Oh, hey, family at home. Good night, all. More an update, guys. KT here. Here's a... A little bit of the plan of the day. Sorry, G Sherm. Anyway, uh, boy, oh boy. Wow, six months on anchor. Wow. That's six months of actual, actually being on the path. Five months of actual recording. Uh,. do it's humbling man it's, it's so humbling it's just crazy uh i'd like to thank everybody who supported me along the way and uh what you're about to hear is the first couple episodes of, of what i was doing in the beginning i'm gonna get that later i gotta get the necessary promotions out and whatnot but uh dang it's humbling i'm telling you it's really humbling, man. So yeah, I gotta do some private messages. I 
thought about calling into everybody's station and wishing everybody a 2017-2018 New Year. I, I thought about that, but, um, I'm going to be honest with you guys, tomorrow's my last day anyway, because I'm only posting one or two things tomorrow. I'm, I need a break. And New Year's Day, I'm probably, I'm probably going to get back on, but I won't be on as much. I need, I, I need this day off tomorrow. Tomorrow is my day off. I'm, I'll be on the app, but. I won't be posting anything. I won't be connecting. So today's my last real day of connecting with anybody. And we have a couple shows for you. Five shows to be exact. We have the Culture Shock show. Obvious call. It's not me, but it's, that still counts. July Squad show. A possible first guest with my first ever call. And we, we had that possibly planned. We don't know. We're going to see. And then uh, the fifth one. Stay tuned. I have to see if this guy's up to it, uh, but we'll see. So that's the five shows I got planned. Three or seven, two, I'm not sure. And then I'm going to re replay my first ever episode and just, just reflect on six months. August 14th, 2017, I come home. June 30th, 2017, I start my career on Anchor. And uh, it was humbling. But for those of you who don't know me back then, you're going to know me now. Because I'm going to replay all the stuff I did back then. And you're probably going to think, how is that the Anchor Nation? But you'll be surprised. Before we get to that, I'm Coming Home by P. Diddy. The song I played when I got back home six months later. Enjoy. Home. I hate this song. Is a house really a home when your loved ones is gone? No. 
And niggas got the nerve to blame you for it. And you know you would've took the bullet if you saw it. Right. But you felt it and still feel it. And money can't make up for it. I can steal it. What you deal with. And you keep all That's why I'm some looking playboy and we keep all Baby, we've been living in sin. Cause we've been really in love. But we've been living as friends. So you've been a guest in your own home. It's time to make your house your home. Pick up the phone and come home. Wash away, everybody. Six months fly. I thought I told y'all that we won't stop Till we back cruising through Harlem These old blocks is what made me Save me, drove me crazy Drove me away, then embraced me For days all of my shortcomings Welcome to my homecoming Yeah, it's been a long time coming A lot of fights, a lot of scars A lot of bottles, a lot of cars A lot of ups, a lot of downs Made it back, lost my dog Yeah, I stand, a better man Thank you, Lord I'm coming home baby I said that five months ago but this is where I belong the six month anniversary tribute starts now man I mean when you hear this how in the world is this the Anchor Nation <laughs> I'm serious before I made the Anchor Nation I did say KT Anchor Nation uh, Anchor Community whatever and then I didn't coin the July Squad until I got back I don't have that I want to play that because we have a July Squad show and I know it's interesting, but uh, the fun times when we were back then, like Ethan has just commented, uh, there really was no talk about anything other than just trying to figure it out. I mean, we really just had fun. I mean, I had to, you see how I had to do I had to make moves. I, I couldn't just sit back and relax and make, make things work, so it was interesting. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave this up here for you guys to listen, and I'll keep, I'm just going to talk about my reflections of the year and just uh, be supportive. I got some shows coming up today, but... Uh, yeah, just keep it locked, and uh, as JM on the daily and my buddy Leon would say, uh, keep it locked, and not only that, stay tuned. First of all, thank you so much. When I heard your call in, I was just, I was just so blown away with how nice you are. I can't believe how nice everyone is on Anchor. I just, it's, it's blowing me away, and honestly, I wouldn't be anywhere without any of you. So. Thanks for calling into my station. Hope you have a good day. Bye. Thank you, Mr. Ray. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's it. It's just stuff like that. You just speak your mind. And whatever you throw out to the world, it'll repay you back. Keep doing your thing. And uh, it's Positive Vibes who discovered you. He's the man. Appreciate you. Hey, Kevin Touch. What's going on? This is D-Souls Productions, LLC, Legacy. Uh, just wanted to reach out to you. Uh, last night we premiered uh, my nephew Kason Miller's new song, Change and Evolve. And I just wanted to reach out to everyone and get their feedback on it. 
Um, if you get a chance to listen to it, I would appreciate it. And I would like to know um, how do you feel about the new song? I uh, hope everything is uh, good with you. Hope you're safe. You're ready for the new year. Take care. Peace. The Soul Production LLC. When I compose it, I got you. Hey, Kevin Touch. Yo, man, I appreciate your feedback on the song, man. Um, I just got talk, finished uh, talking to Positive uh, Gaming, and um, just want to let you know also, um, yeah, you know, we want to get people's feedback because of what's going on here in our city, man. Uh, we're about to release this out into our city, and we're having a serious problem with gun violence, and they're labeling us as murder town, and we want to change and evolve the way people think here in our city. So I really appreciate your feedback on the song. Uh, have a great new year. I will be in touch with you. I got this tour coming up for a new artist. Really appreciate your feedback, man. Take care and be safe. Peace. Hey, KT, how are you? This is Red Sable of Fuel Yourself. Thank you so much for the shout out that you gave to me on my station. I appreciate that. That was very, very kind of you. And so, Happy New Year to you. I see you've done some great things. I've been watching you. I've been seeing you grow. You are very humbled. And that's an amazing thing to have, especially considering the type of world that we live in today. Not a lot of people come from a humble place, but you do. I see the energy that you put out here on Anchor, and you are very focused, and you enjoy what you do. And I appreciate that about you as well. I also appreciate about how laid back of a style that you have but then when it's time to go you go off like a meteor and it's like laser focus all the way that is also to be applauded so thank you so much for all that you do you keep rising and keep soaring i appreciate all that you continue to do here on anchor and look forward to the great things that we will all continue to do together here on anchor in the future take care Soul, thank you for the call and money. Appreciate you. That, uh, FYS, thank you so much. Ooh, excuse me, appreciate that. Just took a nap, tired. But, uh, keep it easy, you guys. Appreciate you guys calling anytime. Acapone, you know what I'm saying? That's what's up. Acapone. <laughs> what's going on, Mr. Touch? Finally, we got connected. What's <laughs> that, <laughs> man? <laughs> oh man, I mean, I'm impressed with your skills, man. It's been incredible. You've been going hardcore on this anchor app. I, I see you up there in the uh, the leaderboard. I don't have the episode thing because I have an iPhone, but uh, you've been hitting it hard for sure. Yeah, I'm trying my best, man. I really, I really am, man. I'm trying to touch bases with a whole bunch of people, man. I'm trying to just build me a fan base that's so out of control it don't make sense. <laughs> I love it. Out of control is the way we roll. It's a perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man i'm trying to build up a little something that's gonna be you know not uh typical anchor you know what i'm saying because like i say, i got a lot of racy language and stuff like that and uh i do a little cursing and i have a lot of controversial topics but i just want to talk to everybody i mean on on the real side not just you know all buttoned up and everybody's being all professional and stuff like that. I just want to be different. That's all. That's exactly well, that's it. I think I respect that because you're being real, which I love. And I love your station, man. You have a, a lot of great topics and uh I actually uh went to anchor boot camps uh courtesy of uh Ms. Adelaide.
man. I had to touch bases with her. Um, she she kind of motivated me a little bit to go a little bit harder doing what I'm doing. Yeah, man. That's, that's, yeah, Anchor Bootcamp is a great website. And uh, another thing we're, we're launching, I'm sure you heard of this one before, my Anchor intro. I, I can't wait for that show to get going. I, I talked with him a little and uh, he said he got some great things coming up in 18, so I can't wait. Yeah, man, we, we, we're planning. I'm, I'm also part of that. We're we're planning on uh, get these call-ins out for everybody, so we can just kind of feature station with a commercial. It'd be pretty cool. So we hear, okay, let's say Acapone. So basically, we have like uh, a reaction where our ants ants calls up. We'll basically just break down your call. If it's good, it's fire. We post it out. If it's the most view at the end of the week, we'll give you on an interview like this and uh, just really help your station grow. Wow. Man, that's an awesome thought, man. Whoever, um, well, all you guys that came up with that, that's that's an awesome thing that you guys are doing. I mean, because there's so many stations out here with great content, and they're struggling to get heard because uh, they don't have the support. That's why a lot of the times I reach out and uh, to the people that's doing their very first episode. You know what I mean? Because I know how it was for me. When I did my very first episode, you know what I mean? I needed somebody to listen. And that's when I start, people start listening. I just start getting better and better. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just have to let you know somebody's listening, you know? You're the power of one. That's exactly it. All you need is one, right? And that could could lead to something. Exactly. Absolutely, man. How's your day been going so far, man? Good, good reflecting today. Uh, it's my uh, six months on here. It's been six months on this app. It's crazy. It's time flies. But uh, other than that, it's been going well. Doing some laundry right now and just uh, cleaning up. Wow. This actually is my 31st day on here. One month. There you go. This <laughs> is actually my 31st day on here. So, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> Feels like you, flying. <laughs> yes. Actually, I, as you can see, I got a. A lot of stuff going on on my uh, page right now. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about a little sexual harassment and stuff of that nature. And um, what's the other thing? Uh, women style. Oh yeah, most definitely freestyle. <laughs> but men versus women on Anchor. I personally feel like women have an advantage on Anchor in a sense that, um, you know what I mean. I talked about it on my page a little bit, but uh, yeah, I heard the call with Megs, right? Was, I think it was yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like women have an advantage on social media. Period. You know what I mean? Because women, they actually probably want to hear some content. You know what I mean? But right. if a if a woman is on here not dressed or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like if they have a bra on, on their profile, you know that's gonna tend to get a little more hits than you know stuff that actually has a little more value yeah now you're absolutely right kind of, kind of the, the only good thing about this platform is though that's like the profile picture if you kind of look at their voice and if you feel like they're real you can kind of expose it so sometimes the profile picture can't be deceiving so i know what you're exactly saying though like on instagram that's probably a big offender like for the, for the woman versus men battle for sure absolutely absolutely man Oh, yeah, man. But like I said, man, hopefully 
in uh, 2018, I'll be able to touch bases with a few of you guys. Because like I said, uh, I was uh, going to collaborate with you guys on the my Anchor intro uh, thing. And uh, <clears throat> like I said, uh, the stuff that's getting put in uh, Anchor Boot Camps, I'm looking at that as well. And uh, if Miss Eileen put something on YouTube, I'm going to look at that because I'm trying to explore a whole lot of stuff right now. Because I, like I said, I'm still a newbie for the most part. And right. I'm actually trying to learn the ins and outs of uh, the computer part of this stuff, um, the business side of it for the most part. Oh, yeah. I think that's the great thing about Anchor, though. We have so many resources. And you know this firsthand, the positive community. I feel like you can reach out to anybody here and they'll give you some type of tip, advice, or you know, an answer, which I think we all need. Oh, yeah. That's why a lot of times I just peek in on people's station. You know what I'm saying? Like Dr. Dan, you know, um, I have back problems, so it'd be good to just listen to what he have to say sometimes. And Miss Maria Humphreys, I have to shout, shout her out as well because, I mean, she be doing back stretches on her station. You know what I mean? I, I listen to a whole bunch of stuff on here. Um, just to sometimes get my own creative juices flowing. You know what I mean? Like if I hear something that's really good, that inspires me to do something really good. Exactly. It's kind of the chain, chain effect of, all right, someone's doing something positive. makes me want to go some, I want to do something positive. I know what you're saying perfectly. Exactly. Exactly. And it's a, it's a bunch of you guys on here doing big things. I mean, it's not necessarily about the numbers. I mean, exactly. it, it is to me. Because, like, I'm competitive in my own right. You know what I'm saying? But it's not about the numbers. It's the value of the content that you're putting out there for everybody to listen to. Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, I mean, to be honest with you, I think some people know we have we have these contests going on. But if you kind of exclude that fact and you kind of take this as a little bit of competitive edge, just, you know, trying to get up there. For me, I, I got up there. I've been up there. And now I just kind of do my own thing. I feel like when you get to the first time, it feels refreshing. And sometimes you want more, but if you can kind of find that balance and just connect with people, it's a smooth ride. Absolutely. Yeah, but I mean, the like for me to just start doing this and for people to value my work that much, I mean, it's like I said, I haven't won a contest or anything like that, but just to see the trophy by my name, you know what I mean? It's, it was very inspiring to me. Keep oh, seeing. Yeah. I want to keep seeing it if I can. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Want to give people great content. I mean, that's the inspire. Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, I think that definitely—it's very inspiring and humbling to know you did something right. Now many, now many people can claim that too. I think that's that's another thing too. Now many people can say they've been up there. Man, man, man. Thank you so much, man, for touching bases with me, man. It's almost my wife's break time, so I got to give her a call real soon. You know what I mean? Uh, before I be in the doghouse for New Year's. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't want you to, I don't want you to miss that. But, uh, guys, definitely follow Ant Capone Station. Give it a like, comment, call him. The man's got some fire content. You like freestyle. You like controversial topics. He's got the flavor. He's got the edge. Give him man, a thank you guys very much, man. Y'all have a nice day. Thanks, Ant. Appreciate it. Thanks, Pearl Cakes, for the shout. Appreciate it. Hope you're doing well. What's up, guys? KT here. Quick update. Uh, going to get a July Squad show in tonight. 
Culture Shock might have been canceled. Lucky Game couldn't make it. It's fun. But, uh, gonna get to Live Squatch. That's gonna be a really good show. Our six month show. And then, uh, really. Not much is happening. It's been a quiet day. Tomorrow I'm off. Like, I won't be on the app at all. So, like, if you call in. Or. You basically have to call in, basically. Or. That's it. Just tomorrow, it's a big day for me to relax. It's New Year's Eve. And, uh. I celebrate that day. So, I'm gonna be off tomorrow in the air. And. At least posting kind I might echo some things. But, you're not gonna hear my voice as much. Under the morning and. The final things for the KT thing. But, uh. That's it. Keep it easy. Talk to you later. Hey, sorry it took me so long to finally submit my intro, but I just did that. Um, it was just, I kept trying to do it and, you know, deleting it over and over again. Um, I can be kind of a perfectionist about things sometimes, and I just wasn't liking it. But uh, I finally did it, so I hope it sounds okay. Thanks, Celestia, for the intro. Appreciate that. And uh, appreciate your time, and thank you so much for being a big supporter of Anchor Nation and my Anchor Intro. What's good, guys? Episode 3, July Squatch Show. Uh, we're going to play this call in, this call, not this call, this call with everybody, Aaron, JM, KT. You know what you think? Hey, Aaron. Hey, man. I got JM on the day. He's coming up. Don't worry. Cool. I'm just going to wait for him. Hey, man. How's the JM? Not bad. Gotten a lot of stuff done. Got a haircut. Cleaned up nice. the office. It was JM. JM. Hey, what's up, KT? Aaron's here, too. We Happy got everybody. Hey. What's going on, July? Well, we actually have to kind of, like, restitch the episode. This is episode three. You asked the question last time about the, uh, I think it was the kids, right, somewhere, Aaron, with that? Yeah, it was something about, like, uh, what was your first creative project or... You know what's the what's the thing you worked on as a kid? What was your passion as a kid? Something like that. That we lost. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Let me think about it for a second. Yeah, I forgot, guys. Sorry about that. <laughs> but I, no, uh, whatever it was, I was on fire. <laughs> oh yeah, you I was were on yeah, fire you. because it was like, oh, okay, yeah. What was your earliest memory of? doing something creative basically yeah yeah that was it yep so kt and i talked about ours but i don't think we got to yours i think that's when it got cut off okay but i I didn't hear that so you know okay we can go through it again that's fine yeah you want to start because really the question i was i was asking it to y'all so i gotta hear from y'all before i just you know talk about my experience Oh, we got you. We got you. All right. So, my first uh, uh-huh. sign of creativity was just when I was uh, just a couple years old. You know, getting my first lawnmower. Uh, that was creativity to me. You know, I, I had the freedom, the expression to go wherever I wanted, uh, whatever path I chose, and really just the kid inspiration came out. I think this is what David Yard said. Now I'm starting to remember that he said uh, sometimes the best people when they're when they act like a kid in creativity. They have the most ideas. So really when I was young, just, just finding ways to get creative and just 
picking up stuff or, you know, whether it be drawing or something, something of that nature to get my brain going, it really just sparks something in me to have like a free flowing idea. Nice. That's really so cool. So you were always yeah. into like more and stuff. <laughs> That's the thing. That's classic KT. Lawn, lawn. <laughs> yes, sir. That's right. Lawn mode. Yeah, my mom used to tell me, uh, oh, don't you like mowing the lawn because it's time that you can kind of be to yourself and you can think about things. And I was like, no, no. But apparently that works for some people. So that's great. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it works for me. I, I need that free time. That's, sometimes mm. that's the only free time where I'm alone. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. I guess she was right. That. She was trying to trick me into doing the lawn. <laughs> oh, you are. Um, so mine was probably, um, let me think, probably the earliest one was, there, there used to be these old, um, serialized Star Wars, uh, for lack of a better word, like, you know, the novelizations of them, where they would, uh, expand on it a little bit more, you'd get to see what's going on in people's heads. Well, they took those and kind of dramatized them for the radio, and I thought that was such a cool, like, idea, um, and of course, I'm about 30. So when I grew up, radio wasn't a huge, huge thing. Like, you know, like some of the kids back in the 50s and 60s who'd sit down and just listen to the radio. But um, that idea really stuck with me. I really liked that. And so I went and got, you know, an old, old tape recorder and plugged in the big old cassette. And I would essentially make my own Star Wars stories dramatized in that way. And they're not good. I don't have them anymore. <laughs> But I guarantee you that they were not good. Um, but I didn't care. And I didn't even really share them with anybody else. It was just something I did. And I thought it was fun. I thought it was cool. I actually enjoyed going back and listening to them. Um, and so that's really all that mattered to me. So I think that's kind of my earliest thing, other than just being um, – I've always always enjoyed Lego. And so I've always been creative with that as well since probably – Ever. So that's, yeah, that's probably as far back as it goes, though, is doing some of that draw. No, it's not. Guess JM, you're up. Yeah, that's cool, man. You small oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Pretty big one. I'm guessing you've seen the one that oh, came yes, out. Oh, yes, I have. Several, I've seen it twice now, so. I don't know if it needs a third view. Oh, okay, that's crazy. The what Last Jedi. Point? What's it called? What's it called? The Last Jedi. Jedi something? Oh, The Last yeah. Jedi. I, I bet it's you that's good. I recommend it for real. sure. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid seeing um, like the really old Star Wars mm. movie. We had them on VHS. Yeah. We had the we had the bootleg ones. You know, where yeah. <laughs> they used to go to the movie theater with the um. With the with the recorder, you know, and just just sit in the movie theater and record it, you know. So we had the like the real real bootleg yeah. <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> oh man, it was crazy. Yeah. But yeah, I guess like my earliest memory of of being creative, I'm sure I have I had more creative moments, but at least one I can remember is like when I was five years old. I was uh with a I was with like a, a mm-hmm. psychologist and asked me to draw something, you know, like with crayons and color. 
And, you know, he was like, just draw something that you like. You know, draw something that you're really into. And I remember, like, drawing some scribble scrabble and saying, these are Power Rangers. I took, like, a blue crayon and this scribble scrabble, and I was like, this is the Blue Ranger. And I, I took the red one, and I was like, this is the Red Ranger. You know, and I, I went through the whole lineup. And that was, like, that was really my earliest memory of doing something creative, you know. And I, I think, you know, right. creativity is important, even today. So, like, it shouldn't matter how old you are. You know, I think what stifles our creativity is we worry about what other people think. You know, like me as a designer, like, I have to get approval from the team. I have to get approval from the stakeholder or the product owner or whoever it is, you know. And, you know, sometimes we worry about what people think is or our creativity really, really limits creativity. And when we're a child, right. we really yeah. don't care what anybody thinks about what it is that we, we're creating, which allows us to have a lot more freedom in, you know, expressing our creativity, you know. Right. And, Sometimes, and you know, children, they don't know what's right or wrong yet. They don't have that comprehension yet. So they have to, they just have to do whatever. And, you know, whether they like the approval or not, they'll still find ways. They don't get deterred by something, you know. That's the great thing. Like I had the best ideas when I was a kid, bro. Don't you feel like that, KT? That maybe you had oh, yeah, some of the sure. best I'm, ideas I'm, I mean, when you were a kid. I think I feel like just as a kid, I, I had this idea where I didn't think I cared about the outcome. You know, I kind of just was like, all right, it's good. It's good to me. So to me, it's like, whatever, you know, if it's working for me, I'm sure it'll work forever, you know, but now, now, yeah. that the, now times have changed. You kind of have to weigh out the options now that you understand more about life, you know. But uh, if you can get if you can if you can you can get some of that back even down the road, whether it be like a, a sure, cool man. project or like one of these fun projects, like a, like a short film or something, then yeah, that that'd be pretty cool. To bring that back. It's almost like we're all just trying to capture our childhood in a way by mm-hmm. by remaining creative. Like as we become adults, it's almost like we're trying to hold on to a piece of that like excitement. I know, I know for me that that feels true, that I try to kind of keep a hold of that, like, excitement to create something. Not even if, even if nobody else watches it or listens to it or whatever, it's just that excitement of, like, I'm creating something, which is pretty cool. So would you guys agree with that, that it feels like you're trying to kind of recapture your youth a little bit? Yeah, rekindle into youth for sure. I think we all try to do that, especially considering, I mean, I look at, I look at some people, you know, why – why they kind of not, not so much live long but why they have so much energy at you know a certain age because they're trying to recapture and just stay like a kid which if you could try to do that and just have that creativity mindset where keep spitballing ideas you know i think and, and and obviously you have to worry about the consequences at the back of your mind but just keep spitballing ideas because you know what they say you put one rod in the fishing pond you're not going to get anything but if it's some most likely you might, get, might not get anything but if you put 100 rods in there you're going to get some to stick, you know. I think that's that's the great thing about kids. They have like a hundred thousand ideas because their brains are their brains are like sponges. They just keep throwing darts, 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 and when one hits the bullseye, they'll run with it. And I think that's the great thing. Yeah, I think for me, it's like I'm not so much trying to like reinvent right. or recreate or capture my childhood again. 
it's more of like I'm trying to connect that, you know. So you know, I I guess what I mean is, you know, I, as a child, we love to be creative, and there's nothing wrong with being creative. And as adults, it's a little bit harder to be creative because mm-hmm. we have to worry about making money, you know, and it's difficult to make money creative work. So that that really, really stifles our creativity. So, you know, I'm more just like trying to 10x, you know, my childhood and like just live a creative life for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? And and make creativity just a part of part of the rest of my life, you know, and not let anybody tell me, no, you can't be a creative for the rest of your life. You have to just grow up and be an adult. No, I, I want to, you know, have childlike creativity for the rest of my life and have childlike imagination and childlike ideas. I, I feel like people are always trying to put down creative ideas and say, nah, that's pretty childish. You know, you're thinking too big, you know, so not so much of trying to like hold on to my childhood, but definitely trying to hold yeah. on to the child that's within me. You know what I mean? While, we're all, kid, we're all a kid from somewhere, you know, trying to, you know, outburst the world as in try to spit our ideas out and whether someone tells us or not, we still have the we still have the option to hey, it's our mindset, right? You can't change our mindset. You have to just be the one to make that choice at the end of the day. Yeah, I like I like that that idea of us trying to connect it, like trying to connect your child, your inner child with your adult realistic self. And that's why I think like some of the happiest people I know are the people who have they have that passion for, you know, making whatever it is. And then they're able to at one point quit their boring job that they didn't like and focus in on that because they found a way to make their passion of their creativity they found a way to make that their job and it's hard work and it's you know some people make it some people don't but some of the happiest people i know are people who have gone down that path and found a way and made it work and found that connection somehow and kind of connected it all together i don't know if that's necessarily the path i'm going to take i feel pretty happy at the job i do now and it gives me enough time to kind of be creative on the side um, who knows what would change if we ever decide to have kids or anything like that. But um, I do know that if it ever got to the point where it felt that draining, that I would have to try to start to um, pursue something that would make me a little happier, you know? Yeah, for sure. And you got it. You kind of have to weigh the options and sometimes, you know, bridging the gap between childhood and, and adulthood, you have to know there's limits and boundaries for everything you do. But if you can kind of, you know, not so much, you know, rekindle the magic, but just have a little piece of connection and try to bring it over. That's okay. You know, little little pieces wide up at the end of the day. Little pieces of magic. I like that. All right. So the next topic we're going to talk about. What's up? Nah, nah, I'm listening. Yo, I, I agree with what y'all <laughs> I saying. Got that, that, I'm saying is, yeah, man. I got you. I got you. So the next topic we're going to talk about. But let's not pull into a rabbit hole. Let, let's yeah, move on, KT, to what you're going to say. Our, what you about to say, bro? It's the end of the year and our final show for 2017. Just our, our year in review. We'll start with that. So uh, who wants to take the forward on that one? 
Yeah, like a year in review, 2017. So you're saying year in review? Uh, yeah, so like year in review. Like we, we started in Anchor in July, you know, didn't know what we was doing, uh, right. you know, and it's it's been quite the journey, you know. Uh, we've, we've met so many different people, you know, the things of so so much has happened oh just in, in a matter of six months, right? And it's it's like, you know, the the algorithm changed. We have uh, record with friends. The comments section. we've had different contests. You know, you know, yeah, the, the commenting feature, and we we've been able to learn so much, create communities, and connect with all different type of people. You know, over the course of six months, I've been connecting with people who are overseas and, you know, on the other side of the world. And it's just been an amazing experience. And not only that, but it's it's like having we're having a native conversation over the phone with people like we, we would never without Anchor, we would never just call somebody from right. overseas and just talk to them. You know what I mean? We would never just call somebody from London or <laughs> or Australia and just and have a conversation about entrepreneurship or creativity you know but anchor allows us to do that and i'm looking forward to anchor 2018 i'm looking forward to some uh new features and you know and them they they just onboarded a new product designer so i i hope that you know they're really working on revamping the user experience and you know making it more pleasurable for us to to record and and be creative in the way that that's a great that's a great point you know the fact that we have these new tools that are coming our way and the fact that we've built we've learned so much in six months i mean it felt like six years honestly the way the way that the way we talked about the way the time flies on anchor it just it really shows you how fast you can build communities and you realize the time is just where has it gone and it's uh it's a crazy concept for the future it looks bright just got to keep uh connecting and engaging and we'll worry about the the app as it updates and I'm sure we'll adapt like always. I agree. The perception of time is definitely different when you're recording on anchor, you know, one thing I would definitely like to see is I'd like to see more live, live, live broadcasting, not, not just like recording. Like I don't, I don't always just want to record like I want to be able to go live, you know, and 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 publish it live. You know, people should be able to tune in to this July Squad episode and listen to it live on the air. And we should be able to say, "Hey, it's JM, KT, Aaron Bronander, and we are live right now." Go out, talk Welcome to exactly. the July Squad show. Yeah. You know, and that's what I would like to see for 2018. I would love to see that on Anchor tired of this recording garbage like we need live broadcasting facebook has it instagram has it we need that here on anchor twitter has it every every social network has live broadcasting we need that on anchor if you guys are listening mr mike uh maya brandon whatever your names are listen to me and listen to me carefully if you're listening to the archives of this show we need live broadcasting Right now, we need it for 2018. That's what we want on Anchor, and I'm sure everybody wants that too because that is going to give us more power 
and more power for the user and more power for the creator. Yeah, I think... Um, what do you guys think? I, that's kind of sort of what I was trying to do with Anchoritis. Right. Is I think it would work best if there was audience participation. And that works when there's an urgency to it of like, okay, this is live right now. I'm going to join in. Just like every time, KT, you go live on Instagram, it pops up on me. Because mm-hmm. he's live. I'm like, well, let me see what he's talking about. Even if I just poke my head in to say, hey, you know, that I think that that's a very natural progression for this platform. And I feel like it's only a matter of time. I think they would be ridiculous to not be investing in that. I think they're pretty much like the backbone is there. I think just whatever that feature is that's needed to broadcast it live is all they need at this point. So I would be shocked if they didn't uh, announce something like that, maybe for 3.0. Oh, yeah, I can't um, wait. Yeah, I think that just makes a whole lot of sense. And uh, yeah, we just need to, KT, you can you can uh, clip this part out, and we'll just we'll just spam it on our our account so that they see it. <laughs> yeah, we, and that's another thing. We need more social integration with Instagram, and right, Facebook, right. yeah, and Twitter, big... and other social platforms. More integration, so people. Your hands down, right? Because here's why. For a sec. Your hands. How unprofessional. Your hands down. Your hands <laughs> down. Much? <laughs> much? Well, everybody wants to know. That was popcorn. Anyway, uh, your 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 hands down, right though, because here's why: when you go live, and this is something I talked about too. If we could have like a like we can go live and have like a chat session going on and interact with the fans. Yeah. Oh man, you know how great this platform would even be better. <laughs> like we have like let's say. Kevin touches the host, right? His name the entire time is blinking in red, like to the outsider, blinking in red, blinking in red. You know he's live or just put live underneath. And now everyone can be involved and have like a chat group going or live call, live call-ins. Like you can answer a live call-in. That would be phenomenal. This this show right here, what we're doing would be perfect. What's that? Oh, sorry. This show that we're doing right now would be perfect for live because we can open it up for questions at the end and be like, what questions do you have about the creative life or do you have any suggestions for us? It would it would be perfect for this this show. Oh, yeah, I think honestly, shows like this, like we have that are only once a week or, you know, twice a week, stuff like that. This would be it. Like this would be the perfect test example. I don't I don't know if they're going to if you're listening out there, anchor team. If they have a beta version, sign us up. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> sign us up. We'll be on the I don't want to beta. Yeah. Jam, I'm, I'm sure you're in. We'll go on the beta version. We'll do this. Like we, we have no problem, you know. Yeah, we'll we'll test it out. That's a fact. Let's do it. Yes. Also, you know, we need, too, we need hashtagging yeah. because you, uh, not for nothing. Right. That how are people gonna know that that we're live? Like, right? Oh, you know, yeah. Like, okay, yeah, you have the algorithm or whatever, but you could tag, okay, boom, hashtag, we're doing hashtag creative or hashtag laser mode, hashtag laser game, whatever. People are going to see that and it's, it's going to draw people hashtag more July to the squad show. show. Exactly. You know I mean, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, or, or tagging people. I think we've, you know I've saying? heard that going around the air too. Uh, you tag people in a post, so instead, it's, because instead, of, sometimes, like, I, I don't even know I'm in a post, and I have to listen through, I don't know, I don't, for for giggles, I don't use no dial. I use I, I use the people tab. 
But even when you go through the people tab, how are you supposed to know when someone's, you know, tagging you? Unless it's a shout-out. That's the only way. Exactly. It, it, so it many ta- I don't know steps, how much right? time it takes, but it takes a decent amount, for sure, just to find that. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> but I like this creativity of just spitting ideas. You never know where these ideas could lead, for sure. So, I gotta. Yeah, sure. Brainstorming at Well, I gotta think that. What you gonna um, say, Adam? With with how how creative the team has been, just creating this app to begin with, that these are the exact same conversations that they're having, and I really hope that it's kind of exactly what we're doing now. We're just like, wouldn't it be cool if we gave them this, (laughs) and wouldn't it be cool if we let them go live? I, I just have that feeling from that team that this is the kind of atmosphere that they want. They want people excited about it and they want people to be talking about exciting new features because they're doing the exact same thing. And that's why it's cool to see a lot of the people who are creating anchor actually using anchor too. you know, people from the team and stuff. That's pretty cool. So I I have high hopes that they're looking into stuff like that. I do think going live would be, would be really cool. I think that'd be helpful. Yeah. Not only that, but you got to remember Every time we do something, I'm sure there's some server picking this up. So even then, I think that they're probably into this. I think they're probably hardcore investigated in the live. I would not be surprised at 3.0 at the earliest. Like, it's not, it's coming out 3.0. I mean, they haven't really yeah. talked much about that. So I'm, I'm hoping it's a nice update for us, I'm sure. So I guess. Yeah, it'll be for sure. For sure, if they could just make it something like right. like Facebook audio live, right? Because I, I don't know if you know, but when you go live on Facebook, you can turn off the video and do a, a live audio really? session. A live audio I didn't know that. Hmm. No, I didn't know if, if more people were using that, that oh, would probably be <laughs> anchor. Yeah. Well, it's a bit yeah, like, no, what? I don't sound good. Yeah. That don't sound good. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I could turn. I'm I'm on it right now. Just kind of. I've never actually went live on Facebook. Um. So I'm looking at it, and yeah, it looks like you can turn your camera off and oh, just boy. use your microphone. So yeah, I mean, it's it's there. Facebook has yeah. the um ability to turn something like that on overnight. So if Anchor gets gets crazy popular i would not be surprised to see facebook all of a sudden like oh well here you can do that here too here's your your custom facebook radio you know i was kind of surprised i haven't done that you know with like facebook video so yeah they just have such a stronger active user base you can't compete with that yeah monthly active user yeah you know so it's just like you can go live audio, but what if they all they have to do is add mm-hmm. live audio with friends? Yep. That's it. Yeah. Then it's a wrap. Then anchor is done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know there is a lot of stuff that Facebook does though right now that doesn't necessarily close down other apps. So I don't know if it would be done right away, but it definitely would be. That would be some some very stiff competition for sure. The only thing anchor we have going for sure is unlike Facebook, because it's a smaller audience right now, we do have this community. 
So I, I think we'll still keep that community feel. That's the one thing I could say. That's the yeah. thing. Yeah. It's the thing that keeps making me come back, you know? Right. Definitely it's the people. Yeah, it's like mindedness. I think that's the key that's the key because it's not we're not I don't know I don't know the exact figure on here, but it's there's no way it's over fifty K. I'm sure it's way under. But if if it if that's the case, we still have a much, much more users to grow. It's just a baby app and the exponential growth shoot was up. Nah, Gotta be more than fifty. More fifty. Give, give give Anchor some more credit than that, bro. It's gotta it's gotta be it's, it's gotta be a little over a hundred k at least. You know what I'm saying? Give you gotta give Anchor more credit than that because Gary V no, gave no, is that overall users or active users. That's the key. Is what's what's an active user? Uh, active is there user. A bunch? We're not You're not gonna be no. connected with a hundred k people. No, no just like you don't have a hundred k. Friends, you know well, what I mean? Like that's the that's the thing though too is we really <laughs> yeah. need, you know, it's hard to judge active because it's like hours, I'm yeah. I'm quote unquote active because I listen a lot and so actually I feel like what the platform needs is more people who are just listening. Um, it's kind of like everybody. Yeah, yeah. Long time ago, you called that like didn't I say that days, yeah. a long time ago, bro? That people should. Yeah, people should be able to create a separate account for just being yeah. being able to listen only, you know, and not not broadcast at all because right, some right. people have zero yeah. interest in broadcasting, and they just that's right. for all the content creators on like YouTube. There's thousands and millions more who just want to watch it. They have no interest in doing it themselves, you know. Yeah, it's yeah for it. You know what? I don't have a YouTube channel. I don't. I don't record anything on YouTube. I do a lot of Facebook Live now. That's that's one of my goals. I'm, I'm doing more Facebook Live. But it's like I feel like with YouTube, you gotta have a show, or you gotta do music or something. You know, to be on YouTube. It's just that kind of vibe. It gives off that kind of vibe. I don't feel like mm-hmm. it's not. The, yeah, you really do you know? need to be more uh, focused on maybe one particular thing. It's, than if you just like stream something. And YouTube's not meant for everybody. That's the thing. I think I think you have to you kinda have to know more what you're doing with YouTube. Like I I, I think you have to really you gotta have to have a good background around too. And if you really want to make it off of YouTube, like some people they have a big background heading in. So it's an interesting dynamic. That's that's the thing about YouTube. I'm sure they I'm sure yeah. they have a lot a lot more, you know. I sure they, they have a lot too, right? I think live streaming. Yeah, they have a live too. Mm-hmm. Um but I mean, I, but I think that that idea there where, you know, Jam, you were saying like, you know, I don't post anything on YouTube, but I'm sure that you watch some YouTube and it's like, that's kind of what we need in Anchor. We need the people who are like, oh, yeah, I watch, I watch, I, done. But it's like, I watch hella YouTube and I watch it on my you Apple see, that's TV. What the, you watch Yeah. I can't live without YouTube, that, bro. That thing. <laughs> but I'm not broadcasting on yeah, there. That Definitely thing not. is what we need more of on Anchor, where it's like, I can't live without checking in on the Anchor app, but I don't necessarily need to create. Right now, uh, like all the people that are here are creative tech, which is great because it connects like people like you and I and all of us together. And I think that's really helpful. But it's like, where's the people who just want to binge no, listen yeah. to 
everything, you know, and I'm sure that there's people out there. I mean, I do it occasionally, but I don't do it as much as I say, go to YouTube or listen to podcasts or something like that. So I don't know what they can do in like 3.0 to help with that, but that's been something that I felt like, Since day you know, one. kind of that whole hashtag where are the listeners. Yeah. Like where are the people who just want to listen, you know? Yeah. And I think that that's, that's the balance though. Like how, will ever you know balance 50 50 probably not we're asking a lot there but if we can get like some type of station where if you want to start like a second I, I one thing that i know you guys haven't been on i've been seeing a trend a lot of people in 2018 look out station two station three and some people are even contemplating like a station four <laughs> like they're right the, the creativity about that's about to bounce on this app is incredible like we're seeing station left and right upgrades for next year and that's the moments away. I mean, next year is what forty eight hours from forty forty eight hours from now, you know. And it, it, it's yeah. it's happening. So it, definitely the, the dynamic is shifting, and how we balance listenership versus create creativity and the creator, and uh, it's an interesting dynamic. We'll see what the direction is taken for sure. Definitely, I, I like that idea. How how Aaron is like. We need Anchor to get to a point where people are like, yo, I can't yeah. live without tuning into Anchor. I like that. I like that creating that that desire. Yeah. You know, you have to have a sense of urgency. You're right. I love it. And, and it's not going to happen without having that listener base, you know, without that option to not broadcast, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it's like you should select in the beginning, do yes. you want to create your own station or do you not? And have people be like, eh, no, I'm good. And, and always allow them to come back and, and turn that feature on if they want. But just to be like, no, I just want to listen and comment and all that. I mean, it's the same way sort of on YouTube. You kind of create a channel, but if you don't post anything to it, you don't technically have a channel. Um, and then you don't get any of the perks of, like, your custom URL until you have, like, 100 subscribers or some crazy number like that. So it's like... We need, it needs to be easier, I think, to, to get on board. And I think part of that would be, well, scratch all the stuff about all the tutorials about, like, here's how you record and here's how you do this. And let people just be like, hey, here's something cool to listen to. And they can just put their headphones and go. And then they can slowly realize over time, oh, I can also start recording stuff if I want. And that opens up a whole new world. Kind of like I can also post YouTube videos. And that opens up a whole new world, too. Now, I'm glad you brought the... Uh... I'm glad you brought up the onboarding process. Now, JMI have talked about this, that we need something where Anchor, like I think, JMI were working on this, like an Anchor like uh, home video, like a place where you can have a live tutorial. We talked about that, like an actual raw feed for new users. Yeah, audio, yeah, audio like thing. Rundown. We talked about the rundown. Yeah. That, that's what it really Having a rundown that it's a tutorial that explains how Anchor works, which is exactly. which would essentially be an onboarding process. Because and and the great thing about that is native Anchor features to onboard the user, you know. And it's like, hey, welcome to Anchor. Da, 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 da. It could be branded from Anchor, saying, hey, welcome right. to Anchor. Here's some of the things you could do, you know. And so that, Look, staring yes, at that big, yes. scary red button, yeah. like we talked yeah, about. Yeah, you don't know because you don't know what you're doing. Well, sometimes new users like this big, scary red button. Where is that going to go? Is it going to go here? You know, if you don't know. And if we could have some type of smoother transition process, uh, it'd be much smoother. The idea I also, this is my idea, is we have something where we can customize the episodes. Like we have a morning show and a night show 
afternoon show. Like, let's say you don't want to broadcast evening, afternoon, but you want to have a morning show. Make a morning episode. Come back the next morning and say, this is my morning show or something like that where we can have it. Because sometimes when I try to create an episode, I just want a certain show. I got to go through 95 to 150 segments a day sometimes just to get one show. And I'm like, oh, geez. I'm like, this, this is going to take forever. And so something where we can create like a morning show, it would save so much time. Like you have the option to have a, like a control panel of a morning, afternoon, or evening show. Like, like we're thinking of like a control panel here. Go live now. Uh, morning, evening, afternoon show. I want to be a listener or something like that. Like, like a control panel remote button would be kind of cool to, to have on the app for sure. Like your own, like your own dashboard. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. 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 It looks like, I like the idea of the dial, but it seems oh, to be a little wow. confusing oh, yeah, sometimes. Dial. Oh man. Yeah. And it doesn't work all the time. Well, the so, dial is clunk. Well, yeah, it's, it, the no, dial is so clunk. Yeah. It's clunk. not worth it, honestly. It's really, it's, it's so difficult to navigate through the dial too. It's like, like, what's the point? Like, is it supposed to resemble a rotary phone? Yeah. Like, why do we no, have you, a dial? Like, like, what's the point? That's not even mine. Yeah. It's not even like old school radio. You did have a dial, right? But you spun it. I, I guess that's kind of where they're going at it. But it's not even really the same. I don't know. It, it seems like they're trying to capture that old school, like you to actually physically tune in. But it's like so many people now don't have that concept. So I think honestly, it could just be a list. Yeah. I know I'm bitching right now, but that's whack. Yeah, I don't think I think a list would be at least give me the option. I've said this from like probably the first time Kevin and I spoke is like we need to have a segment yes. browser so I could go to Kevin's station and be like, what is he talking about? What interests me? And I will start from there. And it's like it does get a little overwhelming sometimes, uh, going not just to your guys' stations, but any of them. If I've missed like half the day, then all of a sudden it's like okay, it restarts and puts me back. I've already heard this, already heard this, already heard this, already heard this, and I'm just swiping through. And so it would be great if it could pop up, just hit a different button or long press on it, right. and it gives you here's stuff for the last 24 hours, and I can go, okay, I'll start right there. I think I would listen a lot more because then I would be a little more in control of what I hear and not just kind of at the whims of what the dial is currently doing. Honestly, we should be a channel chaser, honestly. Have, like, a remote control. Honestly, pick the station you want. Kind of like, you know how those soda machines, you can pick whatever drink you want. Something like that where we have the optimization. It puts it right back, like what J.M. was talking about with the interface. It gives us the option to have more of a remote control in your hand rather than kind of like a rotary dial, which sometimes, another thing about the dial, it'll go to zero minutes, and then it'll go to 22 hours. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, what? How's that even possible? Yeah, yeah, really funky, yeah. But I, I mean, I like the idea that it's, I think it should be more, a little more modern and more like uh, maybe an MP3 player. Uh, those, I know those are a little older than, but like an, the old iPods, right? Where it's like you hit play and that plays and then the next one plays. And so once I'm done listening to everything Kevin has, it does, I like that it switches me over to now I'm listening to JM. Right. And that's great. But I think it could, the user interface could be more like an MP3 player and less like a trying to be an old diet like rotary phone or or radio, you know. And to be honest with you, that's an. And you know what, honestly, I like the idea. Good, I'm I'm just gonna jump in real quick. I like the idea of being connected 
cool, that social right. aspect of having friends and all that, but to be able to listen to really, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, right. being able to put together a yeah. playlist. Like, maybe sometimes I only want to listen to KT or only listen to Aaron, you know, or only listen to certain people, but still be connected with other people and be able to call into their station. But they're not really my favorites, so I don't want to actually tune into their content all the time, you know? But I do have favorites where I want to tune into their content because I genuinely enjoy and their these content. Are, and these yeah. are all fixes, you know what I, mean? I would personally say. We take a feature. Now, this is something that I tried. Get rid of the ambient music and put something like this in. Like, this would be a perfect take one replacement. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you get whack. my pain. Like, no, the problem is it's just you can just kind of know off the bat if you're a new user. That's that's really all it's for there for. Like if you're playing ambient, I know who you are. You know. Yeah, it just started if we, you're yeah. doing that. You know. And that that'd be a perfect take oh, one, right. like give and take. That'd be a perfect just take that one away and give us some like a like a live. I, I think that's number one. Get a live, but then number two. We got to get the listenership, like you know, back on track because, you know, sometimes you might see uh, on a segment, let's see, a couple of days I had like ninety-two listens, but at the same time, those are all echoed things, and do you really know if they're real listens or not? Because you could be scrubbing through, so we really don't know. Also, are they just scrubbing through for fun, or are they actually diving deep, or like listening to twenty, thirty seconds? It's it's all these things that if we could just try to. Not like I said, overhaul, but just a little fine tweak. I think it's not the, the, the platform is good. We're not trying to criticize the play. It's good. But we're just trying to make from, from, uh, fine tweaks just to give a little more boost and emphasis, you know, for next year in 3.0. Nah, this is real. We're giving real yeah. user feedback. This is valuable. Sometimes it, it means a whole lot to talk crap about it. You know, that, that's how you get real feedback. You know, you got to let people. Talk crap, man. You know, that's important. If you don't let people talk crap, you're not going to get real right, right. honest feedback. And, and there's that's a big difference I mean. in what we're doing here where we're just kind of like, Spitball. these are things that excite us and not like, I hate Anchor. Yeah, I yeah. hate how they do this. I hate how they do that. It's like, I love Anchor and I wish that they would do this and I wish they would do that. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Wish was Big difference. Yeah, it's like our wish exactly. list. Exactly. We're just trying to just trying to you know put ideas out there i'm sure one day i'll, I'll grasp on and that'd be awesome you know because i know kevin don't want his fans to feel a type of way and be like <laughs> oh kevin's bitching and moaning anchor right now and it's like nah bro that's not what kevin is doing at all you know what i'm saying that's not what we are doing collectively as a group you know what i'm saying this is ux at its finest yeah. right here you got ux professor jm right here on the mic for UX, UX bomb. That's right. You got, you got, you got. We got to be real. Sometimes being real, and I think to those listeners who think we're doing this, we're just, we're just have these conversations even privately. You, you, you don't realize it, but it'll make a big difference in the end. That will help the long game for sure. So I guess uh, that's what we're all interested in. Yeah, the long game. Oh yeah, everyone. I think everyone who wants to, you know. See, see it grow. We're all here for the long, you know, three, five years down the road and longer, and even that. So that's good. So I guess we, we... yeah, because that's going to also improve, like, the, the, my full case. I'm <laughs> trying to move yeah. forward. My fault. But 
that just one one last idea because like I'm really excited about the fact that you can access like I don't have Google Home or Alexa, but I would definitely go buy one just so that I could tune into Anchor on one of those devices also. And I think that all these features that we're talking about will also really improve the experience for those devices. No, you're 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 absolutely right. I think because uh we just I don't know if you guys have been uh uh aware, but they just had a contest with the uh something about the Amazon Alexa. So actually that would be a that would be a, Yeah, they had like you could oh. if you uh anchor would pick one person to get like their own Amazon Alexa like briefing or something. I think it's like with the pot. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Oh, I don't know who the one yet, but that that is something actually that's a perfect segue if anchor's listening. You know what? Um, I actually was gifted by my father-in-law the Echo Dot. I'm looking right at it right now. Um, I haven't hooked it up yet. I have like the original Alexa bought years and years ago. I didn't realize that they had Anchor on it. So now I'm kind of interested in hooking this thing up because <laughs> I had no idea that I could do that. that. That's pretty cool. Definitely try it out. Could I do that? Can I do that without my phone? Like, is it built into Alexa, or does it have to, like, is it basically just Bluetooth to the phone? I have no idea. Um, Sam, you know anything about that? I'm not sure because I don't have one of those devices, but I'm sure, like, you could YouTube a video of how it works. (laughs) It always does. (laughs) It's just there's always somebody. It's not that YouTube has the answer. It's just that there's always somebody that uploads a video like, hey, look, I just got a Google Home or Amazon Alexa, you know, and they just want to those demonstration the world, videos, yeah. you know? So there's somebody. Yeah, somebody did it, man. It's on there, and they just want to show you, and they're excited to show you. So I would definitely yeah, I'll check do that. YouTube. I'll let you know how it goes. All right, so we uh, move on to the next <laughs> next topic here. For sure. Uh, so really just – yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. The next topic is just uh, creative projects we've done this year or, or, or planning to do in the future. Do you guys have anything uh, planned or had planned or still working on this year or next year? Um, yeah, man. Like I'm, I'm working on something right now for sure. You know, I'm working on this idea – Mm-hmm. And maybe you could tell me what you think about it. Like, I'm working on this idea with my lady because... And, and you could tell me if, if there's anything on the market that's like this, right? I feel like uh, there's nothing anymore in, in terms of software on the market that allows people to write letters to each other. You know, like you have email, but the problem with email is you have a lot of email marketing, you have subscriptions, and you have these saturated right. inboxes, right? So anytime maybe one of your friends is going to send you a letter in your email or something like that, it gets buried. You know, it's not something that you're really going to see in your email. And people aren't really excited to open email and jump in right. there, right? Um, you have Facebook. Facebook, you were able to write long-form letters to your friends, but now they've mm-hmm. turned it into instant messenger, right? So you have to messenger so like they, they've completely killed you know um the the feel of emailing or writing a letter to your friends through facebook um i don't know if 
I mean, like, I know Aaron's a little bit older, so he probably remembers, like, you know, some of the uh, some of the websites that we used to have back in the days where you used to write to somebody, and you know, they would you would go into the inbox and you would feel all you would feel butterflies in your yeah. stomach. You know what MySpace, I mean? MySpace, Zanga, yeah. Yeah, MySpace, like Mi Gente, Black Planet, those type of things. And you would feel like butterflies in your stomach, you know, because you would open your inbox and it felt like this right. long form letter, you know, and you would write back and forth and you would trade stories, you know, and you were able to really explain things. And I feel like we just live in this world of instant messaging and instant gratification that, you know, I'm working on this uh, mobile app, like a software where you're a where I'm bringing that back where you're able to write letters to your friends again. You know what That's I mean? Cool. So like, it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like writing a blog, you know, it's kind of like a journaling app where you have this, this option to, you know, write in a journal and you can add friends as a collaborator and stuff like that. And they can, um, you know, comment and give feedback on your journal and each journal basically represents a conversation. So it could be just a conversation, you know, by yourself where you're just writing a journal, like a diary and creating an entry. Or you could have a, a journal where, where it's a little bit more open and you have your friends involved and you're writing these long form letters to one another within this journal. So that's, cool. that's, that's something that I'm working on right now. You know what I mean? That I think. I think the world really needs something like that right now mm -hmm. because, you know, there's a lack thereof. People don't really have time, you know what I'm saying? But people read a lot of blogs. People yeah. read articles, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, I, I think people with their friends in that way where they don't really have a lot of time. I, I, I go back and forth on this whole, like, people don't have enough time because – I see people waste time That's in true. so many different ways. And what I, what I consider to be a waste of time, though, some people consider to be relaxation. And, you know, I'm, I'm completely fine with people having their outlets. But I don't think that you can use the excuse, I don't have the time, because I think a lot of us actually have a lot of time. It's only when that time has passed that we look back at yeah. it and we go, oh, man, time has went so fast. But it's like, you know, you have the you do have the time. I mean, I guess I could I could make a concession if somebody is working three jobs steady to try to stay afloat. You know, maybe you don't have time, but the the general person who's working a nine to five and has weekends off, you got the time to sit down and do that. So I think making things making things like that a priority and connecting with people. That's the reason why we're at 49 minutes in this recording right now is because we're connecting with each other and with other people who are listening. And it's like. So when you make something like that, that people see as like, oh, this is a benefit. This is something it's I've a time been saver. missing. I think, I think they're going to latch on to it. Yeah, they're going to latch on to it. And I think they're really going to enjoy doing something like that. I know I would. I, I did all of that growing up. I was on MySpace, Zanga. Zanga was a big one because you could kind of make your own website, sort of like MySpace. And me and my friends, we wrote back and forth pages, just pages and pages of letters to each other. And it was the, it was the coolest thing. So I would love to see something like that come back. Uh, well, I, I have no comment, so I'm not. Yeah, I feel like there's nothing like that anymore. No, like being no. able to share stories with your friends, you mm -hmm. know, and, 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 you know, tell a wild story. And now what I think is cool is you can add, like, audio, you can add video, you can format 
text and stuff like that. So these are things. These are obviously things I would want to add to, you know, amongst a lot of other uh, other cool things. You know what I'm saying? But I really feel like there's nothing out there like that right now. You know that you know allows people to just put all that detail. You know, in there, like everything is just instant message, instant message. You know, and you, you really can't get everything out from the instant message. You know, like you could write a long, long thing, and then somebody writes. Oh, yeah, no, you, you're right. You're yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I do that sometimes. And they're just like, okay, thanks. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's some like that. I think would also kind of just be beneficial. To know that you don't have to, it's, it's like some word, all right, it's here for your use. You don't have to use it, but we recommend you kind of do. Because if you want to be creative, instead of getting like an instant two-second text of saying like, okay. But what you don't know when in that okay, did you, read the, did you really read the message or did you really listen to the story? You never know. That story, that could have some power. And if you just write okay, that's an, it's just a text format, I know. But it, it, you're kind of just dancing around, in my opinion. you got to. You kind of have to give effort, you know, try to, you know, kind of understand the perspective. That's why, that's why I think, you know, a lot of people have said that we're moving away from uh, longer form content and they're trying to get shorter form content, shorter form things. And I think that, that, that's just the, the way of, you know, the modern times now we have this. And I think uh, one of my buddies on here, his name's Planet. We live on a planet. He said, he told me the average human attention span is, is eight seconds, and a goldfish is nine seconds. So really, you, you take that into perspective, but a goldfish has a longer attention span than a human now. It's crazy. Hmm? Yeah, but you know what? Check this out, right? Let, let's say you, KT, okay. you really like this girl, right? She's hot. She's, she's the prettiest girl at, at your college campus. Yeah. Read that letter. What are you saying? Right back. Uh, you dropped off a little bit there. You may have to repeat that. Oh, it was me? I dropped off? Yeah, we couldn't hear you. Yeah. Okay. Basically, the prettiest girl at your college campus, bro, sends you a, a long letter okay. in this app. That nine-second thing you're talking about goes out the window. Okay. Because you're going to spend all that time. You're going to be super engaged reading her letter, and then you're going to take as much time as it is possible thinking and crafting the perfect thing to say back to her. Okay. So th this, this is more, just more about, it's more about the quality here, the quality of the message. Okay. It, I understand. It's, it's really about establishing more meaningful relationships and there are different use cases with it too, in terms right. of like, it, it's storytelling, right? The, pre the, the premise of it is storytelling. Like some people, they, like everybody has a story to tell, but not everybody wants to put it out in the public in the form of a blog. Right. You know what I'm saying? So some people would just want to write it in a journal and keep it to themselves and then basically hold all that content hostage and then maybe when they feel comfortable they'll Express put it out in, yeah. in a blog and publicly, you know? Or you have the option to share yeah. it with your friends and get feedback from your friends as well. So it's, it, for me, it's more of I'm trying to create a storytelling platform where with privacy where people can share amongst their friends, their family, and people who are close, and, and develop more meaningful, deep relationships that way. That's a smart move. It's not, it's yeah. not really it's not for just cool. everybody. Like, it's not for just, like, strangers or whatever. Like, it's, it's really to, to build 
meaningful, deep relationships. That's a smart move, though, because we got to value everyone's privacy, in my opinion. So that's a perfect move, actually. Right now, that I think about it. this is this is the, this is the difference, though. I wasn't exposed to that kind of stuff when I was growing up. So Aaron, like he might he might, he might understand this a little better. But knowing the fact that you kind of explained it now, I can understand why. Because a lot of people don't like to express themselves. They like to be more not, not so much even introvert. They yeah. just don't want to say it for certain reasons. I think if you can kind of have like a private. I don't want to say diary, but just a journal, you know, is, is better. And then when you feel ready to come out and say it, then the time is right there. And I'm sure it stores in your box or something for sure. So here's the thing, too, mm-hmm, about, bro. like, for sure, especially for somebody like you who never had that, it would be perfect for uh-huh. you because now we're delivering it to you in a more modern way, right? It, it, and, you know, on a device that you're familiar with. Because when we had MySpace and all that, we didn't have mobile. You know, we went to jumped on a computer, you know, and, you know, we just didn't have mobile. So, you know, I'm, I'm trying to recreate that with new features and new everything and then deliver it to you on a, on a device that you're familiar with. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. That I understand for sure. Now, now that it makes a little bit more sense for sure that you could kind of have this where I don't have to go on the computer. Now I have it right there instantaneously. Not only you got instant gratification, knowing you have a good device in your hand to play with it. But you got a cool, you got a cool feature going. I see what you're saying. I went, I went back several times on some of the conversations I've had with friends and reread stuff too. And I don't think a lot of people do that in instant messaging yeah. or even texting. You don't really go back and and look through stuff. So one other thing too, I think we should keep in mind though, is that like this whole this whole internet thing is really new anyway. Yeah. Like in the grand scheme, it's new. And so just because currently. Some people and the vast majority of like the most active users tend to like shorter form, quick content doesn't mean it's always going to be that way. And also doesn't mean that like, like Kevin, if you like shorter form stuff right now, it doesn't mean you're going to like that in fast mm-hmm. forward five years um, because people change a lot. I know personally myself, the older I get, the longer form content is better for me because it, it gives people an opportunity to really explain their position on something and kind of hash some things out. And also as I'm doing some of the stuff that I consider boring adult stuff, I, I play that background, you know? And so I think we shouldn't get discouraged that like, Oh, look at all this short form content. Like no one's going to want to listen to an hour long podcast. I don't think that's true. I think that there are people who do. And then I also think that there will be, future people who will start to appreciate that more and more. And so I think there will be another future generation or even just in a few years of people will be like, I'm tired of all this like short instant message stuff. I want to pour my heart out to someone. And that's when they'll come across an app like JM's and be like, wow, this is is what I needed. You know, this is how I want to express myself in the moment and right now, you know, it's all perspective. That's a, that's a, that's a great point. Uh, that we all we all have this perspective. Yeah, right. yeah, that's it. It's really all perspective, and whether that generation comes or, or goes, it's uh, all perspective at the end of the day, right? right? I don't think it's so much a generation thing. I just think that there's a time and a place for short form content, and there's a time and a place for long form content right. as well. Like this is long form content. We're on a show right here talking for quite a while, you know. Yeah. And you know, there's a lot of long form content also on Facebook, like. Okay, you have Messenger, which is short form, but you have long form content too on Facebook as well. Like three 
Lives by Ty Lopez. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> there's just a time and a place, you know? Yeah. And I feel like, you know, the market isn't capitalizing enough on helping people to build deep, meaningful relationships. And there's like a serious need mm. for that. And people are trying to do it in other ways. But I think this is this is a way that it can really work, you know. I can see yeah. that for sure, for sure. Or I guess we'll go to Aaron. Like, like for the example, like with that with that girl I'm telling you about from from your school, you know, you get to really make a deep, meaningful connect connection with her. She's not gonna write a a long ass letter to all the guys, right? You know what I'm saying? So you, you're in there like yep. swimwear if you can get her to write you a long ass letter, bro. <laughs> right? It's out in the open. There you go. Instead of Tinder swiping all day. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I just naturally people are going to get to that point. I think they're going to kind of wake up a little bit and be like and I think it comes with age and it comes with experience and all that and I think they'll go oh I've missed this whole point is to be interact with people and I'm not really interacting with people and I think they'll wake up and I don't think we really need to do anything I think it'll just happen you know For sure. yeah. it's like a, an epiphany like what, what you're saying epiphany. Yep. people are just gonna yeah. wake up yeah smell that coffee okay I mean, maybe I'm maybe I much hope in in. <laughs> well, you gotta spill the coffee exactly. <laughs> we'll we'll end up talking about my project all day. But what what you got going on, KC? Oh, we'll go to my. All right, so my projects. Uh, well, this is actually a perfect. So I have the two big projects coming up. Are you guys probably know the Anchor Nation too? That's that's my big project. And then my next project. This is something me and my buddy David Dixon have started. Uh, we started my Anchor Intro. Where you'll you'll be able to call into our station, and you'll have about a one minute to call in to feature yourself to the entire X community. It's a, actually a perfect. It's like it's like what uh, searchability. So now let's say you have we get we post five call-ins a day, and out of that day, we'll post five, and then we'll react to each one and record with friends with me and him because we have two separate accounts. Kevin Touch and he's got my anchor intro. And we have a shared account, and we can just take a vice versa turn. And we just we just break down the call-ins and what we can improve on and tell users how you can get the best featured call-in. And at the end of the week, oh. the yeah the the one the one call-in we feel or the most listened, depending on our judgment, that we feel is the best call at the end of every Saturday, we'll call that person straight up cold call and play their call on Monday to get them an extra week featured. So it's kind of like a station. Uh, we 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 called it the terminal A of Anchor. So we're the terminal to get your connecting flight from Newark Airport to Chicago O'Hare to L.A. <laughs> so something like that where, where we can connect people like that way is cool. I love this. I love the idea. He came up with the concept. Question, KT. So well, this guy, David Dixon uh, or whatever, this, this is uh, Anchor Nation Next Generation? No, this is my Anchor Intro. This is a separate project. Oh, okay. What's going on with Anchor Nation Next Generation? Oh, me and Domo. Okay, yeah, me and Domo are looking into plans. Where we're looking into get more uh, guests on the show. That's the main goal. We're spitting out one question right now a day, and we're getting some good feedback on that. Like we're spitting questions, we're getting good send ten, fifteen listens. But we're getting a good five, six call-ins a day. So we're looking to get more guests on, 
or if anyone just favorites our station, we'll reach out and we'll get you on like a three-way call. And you can just talk about perspective, life, your dream. If you've got something working on, we'll talk about that stuff. That's really those are, that's another thing with the next gen. We have so much options with the co-hosts where we can kind of play both sides. Where if I'm not on, he's on. If he's not on, I'm on. And it's a perfect balance between, you know, connectivity and actual pure podcasting. I think that's that, that's kind of like what she was trying to do with uh, Touch Time. Ex- exactly. Well, this is manifesting a little bit in the return of Touch Yeah. But, but, Touch Time kind of up, but, you know, this was the general idea of what you wanted for Touch Time. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, it's just manifesting more in this way that you're doing and, it. And I think that comes with experience. You know, when I try to start Touch Town, what do they have? Not even a month. Oh. <laughs> I have <laughs> my big team with the experience. <laughs> I have a. With the knowledge. With the knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I love, love it. it. I mean, exactly though, because you think about it, only had two weeks, then I left. I mean I booked <laughs> and then I came back and I tried to start touchdown like a madman and it didn't work. But then I realized that I just needed to slow my ropes and then work on the nation. And then when Randy dropped that bombshell anchor nation, I'm like, Okay, I'll I'll run with it, that's fine. And now that I have more experience and the fact that I have this opportunity to collaborate and, and just, you know, have this record friends, I think it's opened up my mindset so much. This feature, I think, honestly, is the best thing they've come up with so far in a way where I'd be able to connect with so many people and it's instantaneous. Like, it could be a five-minute call. I can get something out of five minutes. It's, it's pretty cool. And then the last one, um, so I, I guess I'll talk about the Anchor Nation, too. Uh, that's what we're all here for. Uh, that project, because you guys are both eligible for a follow-up interview, that project will basically consist of a new intro, outro, uh, Monday through Wednesday. That will be the interview platform. So that means you'll have three days of interviews. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you're also going to get two to four transcribable videos. And then Thursday through Saturday, whatever projects you're working on. And, of course, my, 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 quote, my quote game, which I've been definitely trying to improve. I'm, I'm getting there. With the whole game strong on Instagram. So am I on Instagram? Yeah, it's getting serious with the watermark and everything. That that will be. Do have a designer working on that or something? Because that looks fly. My buddy Randy, yeah. The guy who, who told me to make the anchor, he's been helping me with all these projects. He's a, he's a great guy. So, yeah, he made the watermark. So, it, it's, I basically, Canva gives me the layouts. I got the watermark from Randy. And it's really up to the user to give me the quote. I'll put it on my Instagram. It's pretty cool. And it's really just an easy, easy process. And then um, the final thing is on those days, like let's say Monday through Thursday, you'll have a free day. Well, you say you have five projects. Just give me a, like a link. Give me a picture or whatever. I'll put it up on Instagram. So-and-so is working on this project. Definitely give it a check. You know, something like that where I can help the interviewee get the best experience. And then the audience comes in with, I've looked into possibly showing like, like I did this like on the, uh, the Instagram Live. Where I basically just swipe up on my little thing. I'm going to do it live. Like on the music thing where the interview runs. The interview just keeps running and running and running. And every comment I get, I'll answer live as the interview is heard. It's pretty cool. So it's like a, like a live set. Kind of like what we're doing here with Anchor. We're trying to get that. I'm going to try it on Instagram live. And if they have something, let's say, oh, that intrigued me. They have a question, just write the question. And I'll respond to you, you know, like instantaneously. That'd be pretty cool. Something like that. Wait, so you, got the, you got the swipe up on the Instagram stories? No, no, no. Instagram Live where you can kind of run the, 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 the interview. You can run the interview through the live. You can hear the background noise through it, and it'd be perfect. All I got to do basically is just sit there and look at the comment section. If anyone's got a question, I'll answer it. Or at the end, 
give me all your questions and I'll answer the questions at the end of the interview. And it's a free, you know, it's like a free movie screening, just an interview format. Right there. What's that? I don't know nobody else doing that. That's brilliant. Exactly. You better do it quickly after you put this up. The first. That's okay. I, 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 got, I got the whole thing. But, but the great thing about my Anchor Nation content, I think Instagram Live is only an hour. So most of my interviews are not more than an hour. So it's kind of like I have an extra 20 minutes to just answer any fan questions. You know, it, it's, it's just all evolution. And then the last thing I could do is if you guys are up for it, we'll have a, you know, the, the, what do you call it, the two-way live feature? We'll have a debrief session at the end. Let's say you feel like you're really complied. You liked what was going on with the interview. You have something else to talk about. We'll go on a two-way live, and you can answer fan questions. So really, anything to help the experience for the audience. The, the first season was more interviewee. Now it's interviewee and the audience. That will only get better. And the more practice and the more things I'm doing, I think it will become something special down the road. But right now, it's just all I have to execute. And uh, we'll, be, we'll be rolling with the two. And you guys are both eligible for follow-ups. So I can't wait for that, too. Man, man. KT is becoming the master of engagement, man. For real. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Anything to help the fans, man. The, the fans, they don't have to say any input. I know that kind of from, not from, kind of from knowledge, you kind of have to give what the fans want. Because if you, without them, they wouldn't put you in the seats, right? Whatever you put out there, you got to give them the best experience or they'll leave. So you got to try to just innovate and be, be creative in that way, for sure. That's a fact. What you got going on, Aaron? What you got going on? What's going on? What, what, are you bringing wow. back writers or, or what's Oh, up? man, that, that intro is dope, dude. So... um I think maybe in some form, yes. Um, but you'll notice I changed the name of my channel just back to my name. Um, but I think, I think Anchor, I think Anchoritis is such a great name. I actually own the domain for it because that's just that was some advice that was given to me was to grab that up. But I think for the for right now, I went ahead and just kind of changed my name back to my my regular name, that's and like then. Uh, but I think that might advice be... that people do. They stress domains so much, like you yeah, know, like yeah. you won't need to have yeah. a website for your space. Well, just... <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of one of those things though that if if Anchor itself takes off, that's that's a pretty clever name. I feel. And so if I want to do something with it in the future, I've got it. Oh, if I don't, that's, that's like fine. But, but yeah. yeah, so, yeah, I think, I think what I'm learning about Anchor more and more, especially through listening to the kinds of content that people are just putting out, is the, the schedulized shows aren't really what's popular right now. Maybe that will come full circle again. So I think I'm just going to be a little more casual about it. Like I posted just a really casual topic this, today. Um and I think I'm just going to keep doing that on Anchor. With Definitely. everything else, everything I do right now is pushing me towards my documentary. Oh, yeah. Um, that, that is my – yeah, that's my ultimate goal is to have, like, a full-length, you know, one-and-a-half to two-hour documentary. The problem is I don't know what it's about. <laughs> but I do know that I, I really – I just something about the style just hits me every time right. I watch way too many of them myself. Um, and when I started kind of making my own videos, I started getting this really, especially when I started doing voiceover, I was like, this is a documentary. That's what this is. And then 
that that idea just stuck in my head and i i really like, want to make one what's inspiring you right now so you saying it's a documentary you don't know what it's about but yeah. i i know for a fact yeah. something is inspiring me. There, there's, there is something that I can't currently talk about. Well, I can talk about it, but I'm not ready to talk about it. I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, it's, it's something a little delicate that I have to be careful with. So there is sort of a, an idea for a story there, but it's not something I can currently throw out there. Um, there's a couple of ideas like that, actually, that I have to get clearance from other people and things like that. So um, when I say I don't know what it's about, that's, half true i guess i have a few ideas that i want i want to turn that into a documentary you just but i don't have really to talk about it like you know what it is but you don't really want to talk about it i have to, like, I have to move a couple mountains to get there what i would like to do is do something a little smaller maybe before i tackle those really like big topics yeah maybe something um just to kind of get my feet wet and really get into it i'm working on an idea for a video right now uh -huh. and uh, i'll tell you a little bit about it this is kind of in relation to what I posted on Anchor today. Oh, yeah. Um, about an idea that after ruminating on it a while seems silly, but then I keep coming back to it. And it's basically, it's about, essentially about my love of Star Wars. Um, so it kind of comes full circle. And after seeing, after seeing The Last Jedi, there's some stuff in there that really makes you kind of question a lot of, and I, this won't be spoilers, but just question a lot of like what is star wars and like who is luke skywalker and you know all this stuff but there's some really good star wars go kill yourself you know what i'm saying if you're listening, you, if you're listening to this anybody who's listening to this right now you'll know what star wars kill yourself <laughs> oh they'll know they'll know they'll know but yeah it's it's just it's very it's very deep to me in a, in a weird way that i didn't think it would be and so i'm i'm currently scripting out like this idea of sort of a documentary slash where I show some of the stuff from my childhood that I have as far as like some of the Star Wars toys I still have and and overall of that maybe some some footage of my life and stuff like that and then me in front of the camera also talking a little bit about what influences has been on my life um, where I stand as far as my favorites and then also maybe not really a movie review but a analysis of the key points that I think a lot of people are missing in that movie. And there's some really powerful. Analysis. Yeah. I'm thinking about, I mean, this might even be like a 30 to 40 minute long video that I'm currently still planning out. Um, but that's kind of my immediate future project, I think, but I'm going to use what I learned in that to kind of help me figure out a style for the documentary. And while I'm kind of working some of those pieces around, I got to do something. So I think it's going to be something like that. Um, I keep That's the idea that I keep having that I'm like, yeah, it's stupid. And then I think about it again. I'm like, no, there's something here I want to say. I'm just trying to find it. That's my hardest part right now. So trying to find out what I want to say. I know it's there. It's kind of when a word's on the tip of your tongue and you, you almost have it. That's where I'm at with it right now. So I got a couple of things like that in the works. I'm, I'm excited for 2018. Yeah, Sweet. Yeah, you're kind of in the you're out, but once you get in, you're going to love it. I, I, I know. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to try to make a New Year's resolution to be more active on Anchor, just just casually. I'm not going to do, you know, commit to like, oh, I'm going to do a show every week or this or that. I'm just, as the mood strikes, I'm going to put it on my homepage so it's the first thing I see every single day. 
um, and just make an effort to connect a little bit more on this platform. Cause I think that every time I come on and talk with you guys, I get motivated. I get, That's awesome. I get refreshed. And it's just, oh, I need yeah, to, we, we, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. Bring in the fire. Yep. Yeah. I have, I have a, I have a new year's thing too, man. Like I, I was talking about this with my lady earlier and I was like, you know what? Like real quick story. Like I, I would, like Facebook groups are like a big thing right now. And I was in a, I'm in several, several Facebook groups for like design and stuff like that. And there was this particular one and I, I'll put the name on blast. It's called Designers Guild on Facebook. They have like over 10,000 members in that group. And, you know, somebody posted like a funny, a funny picture or whatever. Like it's, it's like a meme, mm-hmm. right? What we would call a meme. And it's a, it's basically a picture. The guy is Indian. He posts a picture of an Indian girl. And, you know, on one side, it's the, the same girl, an Indian girl with no makeup. And then on the other side, it's an Indian girl with makeup. And, you know, for my web development people, front-end developers, you know, underneath it says HTML, under the girl that has no makeup. And then under the girl that has makeup, it says HTML, CSS, right? And, you know, for a nerd that knows web development, it's hilarious. It's going to be totally funny. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, if you don't know what HTML and CSS is, it's like, boom, HTML is like the bare bones of a website, like just text and links and stuff. And then CSS is all the styling, the shadows and the, the hovers, the functions and stuff, making the site look, you know, extra nice. And, you know, it's hilarious. I thought it was hilarious. And somebody took it personally and commented and they're like oh this is racist and this and that and i'm like are you serious like you're you're not even a part of that person's culture and you're just jumping on it like you didn't even get the joke you know and you know it, I, I said something i was like i think you're just taking it personal and the lady was all like man fuck you and this and that and i'm like what and I'm like, you know what my thing for 2018 is just like i'm not gonna take anything on social media personal at all that, that's that, I think that is the utmost important thing is, is social media is serious because, you know, it, you, you're promoting your brand, you're getting attention, you're trying to uh, business, you know, create revenue, whatever your goals are. But The agendas like, are endless, take, yeah. Yeah, like, don't take these people serious on here. You know what I mean? Take yourself serious, but don't take these people serious. Like, don't get butt hurt by the comments. Don't take anything personal because I honestly think that we're living in a society where everybody gets offended by everything that they see, you know, and they just choose. And being offended is a choice. Like people literally choose to be offended. So like my New Year's resolution, because I know social media is here to stay. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm old enough to know that social media is here to stay. You know what I mean? So it's going to be here in 2018. And I know, that's going to be a very important integral part of me building a personal brand. And my goal is to not take anything that anybody says personal. And if people just want to be rude or disrespectful, just block them. You know what I mean? Like, you know, exercise that block button, like literally remove yourself from them and remove yourself from all toxicity and audit all of the content that's coming in too. like on your Facebook, Twitter, anytime you see anything negative that offends you that you don't like, just like, make sure you unsubscribe or unfollow that content. Like, there's no need to take anything and just jump on it and comment and give your two cents. It's just not necessary anymore. Like,
we live in a society where everybody is trying to jump on each other and disrespect people that they never even seen before. Like, it's just crazy. Yeah, go ahead, Aaron. My fault. You, I know you're going to say something. I would, I would just like to echo that and be like, I, I would like us to have 2018 be the year where we're le- all less offended. Because I think we've all had enough time of everybody being offended at every little thing. So I think everybody just any side of the aisle you might be on any topic, anything, everybody can just make that decision that I am not going to get offended by what someone else says or does. And I think we'd all be a lot happier. And that's, that's that I hope is not getting too like political for some no, people, I but I feel like it's not even pop. It's just, it's like what, it's oh, like what you were saying there. Something innocent and somebody took that and then just jumped to outrage without knowing you, without knowing what what was the actual joke you were trying to come across with. It just jumped right to outrage. So I'm with you, man. I I think we maybe we should start something on Anchor to be like New Year's resolution, be less offended. We'll have to come up with some kind of hashtag though for these kids, you know. Oh, oh, my- that would be so cool for real. And my New Year's resolution is pretty simple. Just, just execute. <laughs> that, that's it. Like I need, I need all this stuff I'm changing up. Not just for anchor, but just to- I, 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 exactly all the stuff I'm saying. Well, it's all on paper. It hasn't been executed yet. So I, to, to prove that I can do it, I gotta do it. <laughs> so pretty much just execute. Stick to what I gotta do. Do my thing. Still, still believe in the power of one that got me here, and then just keep it going. That's it. Just one, just one thing. Just keep doing just one thing at a time and. That number will come in your head all the time, knowing that all it takes is one, and all the fact that you gotta do is that you're the only one who can execute. So just remember the one, execute, and that's my resolution. That's right, bro. Yeah, man. But yeah, I mean, power influences over here. <laughs> the power <laughs> of For real. All right. That Nike switch. I think that's do it. <laughs> Just do it. Just do it. Like it. All right, guys, that's uh, going to conclude our final episode, 20, uh, uh, 2017 July Squad Show. Like I said, we've only done three, and uh, expect more of these. Uh, th- this was a great session. I hope you get some great takeaways from not just only the Anchor platform, but life, a little bit of our creative life, and uh, hope we just brought some entertainment to your life in, the, in this uh, great 80-minute segment. So we got plenty of content. JM, any final words before we depart here? Nah, man, just, you know, every, everything everything we said, the final takeaway is just like, you know, just do shit, you know, stop stop talking about it, exactly. do shit. Um, be less offended, you know, and uh, what were you saying, Aaron? Was that your New Year's resolution? I think it was, uh, what was Aaron? Yeah, just just be less be oh. less offended. I think that's a New Year's <laughs> resolution for all, for everybody. Everybody needs it, you know? Right, that that's perfect. Actually, just and, and yeah, do stuff. Be be less offended and just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Just don't even just just do it. Just show them up and do it. Because if you can't show up, you can't show to the game. Anyway, that's it for July Squad Show. This is KT, Aaron B, JM on the daily. Always keeping a lock, and we are signing off tonight. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! <laughs> a lot of fun. Happy New Year, guys. Thanks, guys. Peace. Oakley Doakley. I appreciate it. You be the judge. What does Aristotle and KT think? What does the power of one have to do with you? Find out next. 
Holy. Put the sheep in the back. Uh, uh, we have one hour before the, the, the cold comes in. I got to get on this. I'm getting calls. Stop talking. Hello. Uh, this is Kevin Todd. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, please excuse me. I was unprepared uh, for these telephonograms. Uh, the telephonogram. It's uh, <laughs> all good. Yes, please. I, I'm, I'm laying here, uh, usually around these times. It's um, usually my time for uh, meditations, reflections, and usually uh, anything that I must work on for the times I do. And so I figure if it's KT calling me, I must take this because there's not too many times that uh, a great person of your nature and status uh, can call you at this hour. And so, Mr. KT, it is a pleasure once more to be in your presence, man. How are you? Uh, good, good. Just uh, reflecting today a little bit myself uh, on, how I, on how I've been on here for six months and just uh, really blessed to be on here in the power of one. The power of one is not to be reckoned with. Uh, I try to tell people this number is very important, but so many people, you know what the problem is? What's that? Mr. Katie, let me share with you an insight to uh, uh, maybe enlightenment to you and the people of Anchor and around the world and the earths of the planet. Listen, the number one is significant to everyone. Why? Because everybody, if you noticed, they don't want to be number two. And most people don't want to be number zero. Everybody in this world, whether they want to face it or not or know it or not, or admit it or not, wants to be number one. How do I know this? Let me tell you. I don't know if you have a car yet, but to me, you sound like a little young man boy who yet is not driving a vehicle. Do you have a vehicle? Yes, I do. Okay, maybe I was wrong. Hey, listen, so my point is very simple. How do people react when you want to change lanes and they do not allow you, so they speed up? as if they're going to be left behind and do not let you come inside the next lane in front of them. So that's one, 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 uh, one example. Number two, notice when you're standing in a buffet line in the restaurants, if you've ever been, have you ever been to a buffet? No, yes, yes. Okay, notice one thing. You'll have a high percentage of human beings that are committing such a big sin uh, which is called, uh, they call this in biblical uh, times and terms, they say that you're creating so much, uh, uh, you're making a pig of yourself. I forget what they make this name is called. Uh, maybe you can help. What? No, when you overdo something for too much, you're having too much of this. Um, according to the Bible and to like uh, Pastor royalty they say don't do these things because you make yourself um uh geez i forget listen oh, I don't the, here's the point you grab a plate and you start walking into a lane of where you the favorite food is to serve yourself right now huh right right i said right so they walk in these line and they say oh i see the corn let me get some corn you make your way very nice and very eloquently to serve yourself. Tell me why. The human sees you trying to make your way to the corn, and they almost as a, they feel like an animalistic 
And it could look like an old maid, very sweet, very cuddly, very smelling like roses. She sees you making your way to your corn. She rushes before you to step in front of you to make sure that you're not going to get the, the last bit of corn, but yet the corn has just been refilled. My point is this. Or why does she jump in front of you for the corn when there's much more? And, and uh, there was, there's plenty. You know why? It's because she doesn't want to be number two or she doesn't want to be number zero. This is the problem with humanity. They forget. So this is why Mr. KT, a.k.a. Kevin Touch, a.k.a. Mr. K. Tizzle, a.k.a. The Phenom, a.k.a. An Alien, a.k.a. The Robot, a.k.a. for all these things they call you, I'm just going to call you for the sake of this conversation, Mr. Touch. So listen, that's why number one, Mr. Touch, is so significant. Right. People misunderstand. That is okay. We're all number one. Anywho, that's my point. What do you think of these? Well, I think sometimes, and that's a great example using the buffet line, because sometimes I see people, like, I, I saw one time I was waiting in line. I saw two people grabbing the same thing. I'm like, oh, I see a refill coming. So I let five people get ahead of me just fighting for the God. same thing. <laughs> you know, they, they, were, they were just fighting five people get ahead of me. And then I was like, okay. Everyone's uh, left. New stuff's out. And I just gracefully went up there and got my stuff. <laughs> so basically, the point is, when you have the power of one, it's definitely, it's everyone wants it, right? But yes. you, want, you don't want to abuse it. I think there's, two, there's, there's always a good and bad side. So the good side in the power of one is you have the opportunity as a person to change someone's life in a good manner. Like yes. for me, for, for, for like me, it was David Phillips. He reached out to me on Anchor. He changed my life because it was the power of one listener. The bad side is you abuse the power of one, like in a buffet or changing lanes when he cuts somebody off. You want to be, you want to, you want to be ahead. So yeah. how you balance the number one in life is kind of where your, your, your mindset is. Do you really want to get ahead and, and, and really help people just in the fact that, oh, I want to be number one in the world? Or do you want to get ahead with the number one and help other people in the world? And that's what defines a winner. Not so much from a loser, a winner, just from a person who doesn't understand that. So really, if you want to be a winner and you want to be someone who succeeds or someone who has this happiness about them, use the power of one to help, not the power of one to hurt. Wow. Uh, Mr. Touch, one moment. Uh, Midas, can I, can I have my robe, please? I'm laying here uh, butt naked and I, I'm on the call with Mr. Touch. Get him some water, too. Tell him to get some water. Bring me water, he said. But quickly, please, because I'm getting cold here. Okay, forgive me for your listeners. Listen, Mr. Touch, uh, it is evident to me that uh, it has been brought more to my attention and, and astonishment that I have now uh, felt all over my body about you. Is Are you related to a, a, a poet or philosopher in your immediate family? Uh, no, I am not, actually. I don't believe I asked. I ask you these things because you're a very, very, very wise boy, man. And uh, I like you uh, because you bring me so much joy and peace when I speak it to you. I feel like I'm floating or like I'm, I'm on top of butter and I'm rolling around and on it in, in the nude. Or I have a better one to explain how I feel when you call me. 
it's like I'm floating on ice cream, except guess what? The ice cream isn't frozen or cold. It's just right. Almost like cotton candy. Have you ever rolled around in the nude on top of cotton candy? Uh, no, I have not actually, but I'm sure if you've ever experienced that, I'm sure it's an interesting sensation. I've never, but I'll tell you one thing I do possess still to this day that most people are lacking, and you want to know what that is? Yes, sir. Imagination. Oh, yes. Yeah. Imagination can do many wonders, just like the movie Captain Hook, Hook, the old version from the 1990s. You remember this movie? Actually, I, I actually do remember that movie, but I don't. I have never watched it, but I've heard of it. I do remember seeing that. Yeah. Mister Mister Touch. Mm-hmm. This is a fascinating movie because it speaks into what I'm telling you. Imagination. You imagine that you're flying. You fly. You imagine that you're eating a three course, five course, ten course meal. You can imagine whatever you want. Kind of like, kind of like you want to imagine yourself behind the wheel of a nice exotic car if that's your choice or for some people imagination that they are in another world and so for me mr kp mm-hmm. uh, aka touch aka uh the man i'm trying to tell you that i'm imagining myself right now as i hear your voice floating and rolling around cotton candy because of the soft elegance i bring in the fact that i'm not passing judgment exactly Yes, you are a non-judgmental man, boy. And so the world, listen, I think needs to do the same thing. When they speak to you, they need to just imagine cotton candy fields and rolling around. And watch what happens through the duration of the conversation. They start to think of you as a nice, sweet boy. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. And we've had this, we just had a conversation earlier today about how people take things the wrong way uh, and get offended by certain things. And if you, if you really don't understand the meaning, you really shouldn't get offended. You should really be open to new ideas and creative people because just, just like you and anybody else in the world, creativity is up in here and creativity is up in there. So it's up in the brain, it's up in the heart, it's up in the soul, it's up in the mind, whatever, whatever ratio you want to put it. But the point is no matter what ratio you have, we all have one thing connected. We're all humans. And we just, uh, Make sure we treat each other like we treat um, a family member every day. We don't have to isolate people. It will give us more uh, satisfaction to roll around this earth like a cotton candy field. Now, uh, speaking of cotton candy, Mr. Thatch, I wonder one thing right now. Mm -hmm. I came on to this application maybe about uh, two months now, and uh, I see a lot of people on fire like cotton candy on fire and everybody was communicating everybody was hitting up everybody like hey yo what's up i'm calling to your station i'm dropping a message ha, hoo, he. and then they would say nice things or they would uh you know uh, um, feature each other or call each other and it was an a, a amazing time to be alive in this time of two months ago and I'm not going to, I hope nobody's listening to us right now, but I'm going to tell you this in full confidence. I'm going to be very candid with you. So I hope there's nobody in the room or there's no listeners on your station today or mine. I'm going to tell you this. Secret. Yes, sir. What the hell is going on with Anchor? The people 
there's nobody. It's like a dead zone, like um, the movie Resident Evil, like there's dead people floating around. Uh, there's nobody dead, but nobody floating, but yet everybody's gone. So what do you think happened? And where's everybody at? Because the only people I connect is just with you uh, and two other people. Everybody seems to be gone. Can you enlighten me and and tell me the secret of what's going on? Well, it could be many things, but I'm glad you brought this up. The first, the first most obvious thing is New Year's Eve. I'm sure people are celebrating or trying to, you know, get away and just try to disconnect and to figure out 2018. That's a great, that's a great uh, answer, I guess you could say. But another thing that's, that's that's happening is it could be the weekend. That's obvious, but do we really know where the app is going? Some people maybe are fearing it. Maybe they, maybe they think something big's about to happen. Maybe they're, you know ditching the app just for a couple of days to come back stronger. I don't know. I mean, to be honest with you, it's really up to perspective. However, however, we should not ignore the fact that this is happening. And I think this could, could cause us concern if we go by the momentum theory. How you build off one's momentum in a week is how you kind of progress through the week. So if we keep having this negative momentum, we could, we could start off slow. But when's that turning point? And I want to see when the turning point is. Kind of like a climax in a movie or a climax in a story. When's the climax and when's the falling action? When's the domino start to fall? It's something we have to look into in the first two weeks of January. I like you. Um, this answer you give me, it seems like you've been pondering the idea for a long time. And uh, I don't know if maybe you're an alien because I hear this talk between you and I am radio. Mm-hmm. I hear this talk of this tech guy. Uh, he called you one time. I listened to the call you had with him. He he made fun of you. And, and I know you were aware because you were on the call with him. I am radio. Uh, both of you did a call together. And he says something like this. Let me show you for you and all the listeners that you have maybe come across this. But this is what the man said to you, okay? He says something like, TikTok Tuesday, this is, this is Avi, your concierge. Um, well, I don't know about you, I am radio, but I think, I think Kevin Touch is an alien. <laughs> and I said, boy, did he just call this man Kevin Touch an alien? And then he proceeded to say, well, Art Castillo, I'm stuck in the, uh, the chamber. Uh, but I don't know how you're recording. So, uh, we're going to continue on this. And I said, oh my God, what is he talking about the chamber now? So I'm going to tell you one thing. I don't understand these things, whether you're an alien or you're a guy or boy or you're a person. But for me to hear uh, this tech man, uh, they call Avi, for him to say this alien, he doesn't seem the kind to play. I said, oh, boy, I, did I just hear this man correctly? I, I hope nobody's listening. But I said, Avi, did he just call this boy an alien? And I started to shake, and I was laughing. I called Midas. I said, Midas, come, come, Midas, come. Leave the sheep. Who cares if the wolf get them tonight? Come, come, come. And he ran in here as fast as he could, and he had a bunch of muds on his robe. I said, take your robe off before you come into the room. I don't want dirt in here and cow dung and, and listen, come here, come, come quick. I replayed the thing and he said like this, 
I said, Mighty, shut up. Listen to these these things that I found. Right. And so I replayed the, the, the message and I said, Look, tell me if you hear this. And once again, I played it all over the call. When it was between you, I am radio, and this Avi guy, he said, It's your Tech Talk Tuesday, concierge, Avi. And then he proceeded to say, Well, I don't know about you, but Kevin Touch, my man, you must be an alien. And Art Castillo. I said, Oh, no. What about this Art Castillo? Only thing he said about the guy on the IM's radio man, right. he said like this, I am stuck in the chamber. Now, I have been doing this for about four or five days. I don't know what is going on. But if anybody hears a difference in my voice, let me know. Let's try the next one. And the, the program ended, and I said, oh, boy. Only thing Kevin touched, listen, mm-hmm. the only thing I could think of when he said, I am in the chamber, I said, wait, why would he call Mr. Touch an alien if he just said the word chamber? And guess what else I noticed? He said, I've been in the chamber for two days. Let me tell you something, Mr. Touch. For a human being to say that to somebody, he must know something. So guess what? Midas reacted. My, this shit is pants. And I could not believe that I was on this application called Anchor. And I heard a human being call a boy, you're an alien. And the other guy put me in this chamber and let me know how you people hear this. I was like, oh, my God, we better turn off the telegram. Because Mm -hmm. if people find out we're listening to this type of stuff, we may have a visit from the CIF or the MPG, or NASA. And I said, the last thing, the last thing I want for anybody to come knocking in my in my humble abode and say, hey, were you listening to Avi, the tech guy? And I'm going to have to say, no, not me. I don't do these things. Why me? Well, show us your telegram and your last call you made. I don't have telegram. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. And the last thing I need is my is getting hauled away in a cage like an animal. Because look, we don't want no problems, Mr. Touch. But the moment I heard that, and I heard, this is Avi, your TikTok concierge. I said, oh, man, this guy is either a human being or a robot. And guess what, Mr. Touch? Mm-hmm. I have not heard from this TikTok guy. In over two weeks, guess what I noticed in a high station? Right. That's awesome. The only reason I'm telling you this stuff is because I did not find it nice that he called you an alien. So I'm going to tell you a secret. I listen to his station every day, and I hear repeats of the stuff he put last year and stuff in the beginning of this year. He's not been live. He's not recording. So the only thing Midas and I could think of, Mr. Touch, guess what this is? What's the hypothesis? They are updating his server in his mind. It's not real. His mind is like a microchip. I think he is a computer AI guy. If you go to his Instagram, I forgot. Do you know what this is called, his Instagram? Ask Avi. Go to Ask Avi, everyone, on Instagram, okay? 
And look at this picture where he's standing dressed in all black. It's too perfect. And he has his right hand on the mouse and he's looking straight ahead. This man looks like the character from um, The Simpsons with the glasses and the mustache and the brown hair. Do you know what I'm speaking about? Uh, uh, no. I'm going to look it up. That's the beautiful thing about these telegrams that Simpsons cast leasing, okay? But I'm actually looking up Avi right now. Ask Avi. The Simpsons cast is not what I'm thinking. Eh, the Simpsons characters. Here we go. Look. This is who I believe. I believe he's Ned Flanders. He looks like Ned Flanders from The Simpsons. And I'll tell you why I bring this up. It's significant. Because if he is a computer, they use AI to always look the same like each other. It's easier for people to continue on doing certain things. And so he's Ned Flanders. I caught the episode last week and I look at his Instagram. Go lose Instagram right now as we speak so you can confirm this to the world. And tell me and type in Ned Flanders and go to Ask Avi on Instagram. Uh, I just, I just, you tell me if I'm lying to you. No, you're not. You're not. He's almost dead on. I'm not even joking. Guys, I think I have uncovered who Avi really is. He's not the guy you listen to. He sounds like Ned Flanders too when he says, hey, It's your TikTok Tuesday. This is Avi. If you have any questions, Leave it in my box. I'm still in the chamber. It is 2017, and Art Castillo has me stuck. And by the way, if you know or have heard anything about the new iPhone 10, or if, give me what, give me, he said, give me one moment. And he had the hiccup, okay? He went, oh. I said, oh, boy. That sounds like a glitch, because then he proceeded to try to say, Kevin Touch, my man. He said like this. I said, oh, boy, Midas, Avi's glitching. Do you know what a glitch is, Mr. Touch? Yes, I know what a glitch is. It's something that happened. What happened that day when he said, he said, Kevin Touch, my man, and he hung up. The call, and it was terminated like a movie. I said, no, this is not possible. So I put back the Simpsons. I said, Midas, Midas, come quickly. Come, come. That's Avi, the tech guy from Anchor. He's also Ned Flanders on the Simpsons. And he said, what should we do? I said, listen, nobody must know about this. Because the last thing you want, Midas, is for the CIF and the WWE and the NSA and the police to come knocking on our door. So we whisper for the whole remainder of the day and we shut off all our lamps in the house. We, we rolled over the rocks in front of the window hole and then we hid all our cattle inside the house with us. And I'll tell you, we, we were so hungry because we forgot to bring all the milk from the goats outside inside. And I said, oh boy, Nobody must know about this day. My this, don't tell anybody, nor your children or your children's children. And I whispered all night. I said, my this, if anybody knows this, we're dead. And he said, oh, don't worry, my friend. You're my guy. 
I, I, you may be able to, to do an impersonation, Katie, of this man. You know how to impersonate my friend Midas? Yeah, start to start, though. Uh, we're okay, my man. Just make sure to keep it down, okay? That's exactly how he did it. And so then I said, I said, hey, Midas. And he said, what? 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 So, so say what? Yes. I said, Midas, I've never told you this before. And then you said, what? What? I said, Midas. I love you. I love you're, you too. You're a good man and a good boy, and you've been my best friend. But if something should happen to us tonight, and you live and I don't make it, please make sure you herd all the sheep every day on time, and yeah. make sure you bury me with my robe because you seem to always forget to bring my robe from outside when it gets sun, so it could be white, and I got to keep myself warm at night, and I'm cold. And, and I'm freezing to death. Please make sure you blanket my body before you bury me with my robe. And guess what you said? Yes, I will do that, my friend. Thank you for your that eternal sacrifice. I said eternal sacrifice for relationship of man friend. And I said, Midas, I love you. And I gave him a big hug. And all the goats and the chickens and the cows were celebrating with us because it was a moment in time of one. And so everybody that's listening on this call, that's what this phone call is about. I told you at the beginning of this call with Mr. Touch that the number one was significant. And this is where we come to the end of this call to say, I told you two is not one and one equals two. Two becomes one. And that is the friendship of one. And I hope you have received this and I declare this message for everybody. We will end the show tonight. What's your thoughts on Avi? What's the power of one equal? Ned Flanders. The, the Brotherhood of Bondship. Eternal sacrifice. Or are we just making things up to be continued? Only on Touch Talks. Only on KevinTouch.fm. What? Bye. And the final call for tonight is how to execute a plan by naming every station on this app with Artistyle. I hope you enjoy. Or John from IM Radio. Hi, this is John Radio. Oh, hello, John Radio. This is uh, Kevin Touch. Oh, hello. Hello, how are you, Uh, Kevin? It's great to connect with you, man. Good, good. Uh, So how'd you find Anchor, my friend? Um, well, it's kind of funny. I was kind of uh, on the app store. Right, right. And yeah, and I wanted to kind of um, get an app that would allow me to, um, you know, put something new out there and, and, and try to put out content that, you know, the, the world is waiting for. Um, kind of, you know, Instagram. Taking that, taking that chance. Let's see. Yeah, because Instagram is boring. Snapchat, I did that. I did YouTube, I've done Facebook, I've done Twitch, I've done Stitcher, I've done uh, MySpace again. Pocket um, Cast. I did Pocket Cast, and I came across this app. Um, it said Anchor.fm. I was right. like, well, let me read the reviews. And so pretty much, man, I was just kind of looking for something like that. And guess what? I'm here today, and now I'm talking to you. You're like... You're so awesome. I see you. You're like everywhere on the charts and connecting with the world. Yeah, man. Th- thank you for taking the time out of your day just to really be appreciated. I appreciate you even. Uh, I saw that I saw you on the recent uh, bar, and I'm like, this guy man's got potential. So that's why I called you. 
Oh, thank you, man. I mean, I'm still going to work on this. I, I don't know what I'm going to talk about, but I kind of feel like um, we're in a time right now where I think so much positivity and so much like. Um, you say positivity? Yeah, like I was thinking. Oh, I have a perfect station for you, John, for uh, radio. Uh, yeah, thank you for recommending things because I really need to to do these things. Positive uh, vibes is the name. He's a great guy. Oh, you know what? I kind of saw that on the on the on the on the ranking system. I guess it's called. But I saw that there was yes. leaderboard, and I felt like, hey, that's what I'm talking about. That's really nice. And then I also wanted to do something that you know, because we all live together on the same um, planet. And I thought it would be interesting to like just talk to everybody and 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 and, and break communion with everybody. Ah, oh, that's that's implant. I'm glad you said plant. We live on a planet. It's a great station too. Oh, that's a station. I came across a name of some sort. So okay, well we're on the right track. So so far, there's positivity on this anchor. There's there's planet. I also wanted to kind of like lean more towards. Um, you know, something that's going to allow me to to express myself in such a way where I could, um, you know, express within, but I don't want people to kind of see who I am, but yet oh, they can be- know me. I'm glad you said within. Beast Within You is a great station for that. Oh, okay. Well, then there you go. You see, so then that narrows it down. We're doing good so far. I think we're kind of like talking about like cool things, like, you know, new technology maybe, or like, What's what's new in the tech world? Avi oh, Uniglit. Okay, cool. That's another station. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Um, so I want to do that, and then kind of like, you know, maybe do a station of of um, you know, maybe like accents, maybe if not, like maybe they can call in and kind of like talk about like music and kind of like sing the sing a song or karaoke. Mike Water. He's a great station for the accent though. Oh, okay. So that exists. Okay, perfect. So I was thinking of doing that. And then um, I was also thinking of doing like maybe something where people can kind of like come to this hub and kind of like uh, listen and and just kind of talk and get marketing ideas on how to sell and kind of like, um, you know, really energetic every single day and get motivation. And Go just crazy like, Asian. That's a perfect station. You're, that's great. He's always crazy. He's always energetic about business. Too. Huh. Well, that's great, man. So I think it. I I think so far you've named everything that exists kind of like what I want to do, which is kind of cool. Right, right. Um, I was also thinking of maybe something like people could call in and introduce themselves. Oh, my anchor intro. I love that station. Oh, okay. So that exists too. Um, all right. Uh, I was also thinking of an idea that I could probably use and kind of have people, um, you know, talk together uh, and, and, and I would interview them and maybe put out like a, an episode maybe once a week. Oh, the Anchor Nation. Okay. All right. So that exists already too. Okay. Um, I also was thinking of doing a station where um, I can have people like think of themselves and, and kind of like every moment that they that they live live intentionally because I want people to live intentional. And uh, um, this is Alan from Sentient Future. Live intentionally, Sentient Future. Okay, so that station exists too. Okay, I don't want to run out of ideas on content here. Um, That's not a problem. 
I was thinking maybe um well man if all them if all of those man if all them things was taken cut I'm gonna tell you right now I might just want to switch it up then and just kind of come out with my own thing and kind of be like yo you hey, sound man. like uh you sound like Ann Capone okay so wait you trying to tell me right now that that this taking like something like like a hip hop station or like a hub where everybody can kind of come together and be like yo hey what's happening we gonna come together and kind of like put out some real talk. Is you telling me something like this already exists, Cut? Yeah, Cut. I see you. Okay. Well, this. Um, I was th- I was thinking a little bit about maybe we can kind of talk about uh, things that most people don't talk about. There's no station out there uh, where they can do uh, you know drive around and honk honk. And so uh, I was thinking, Mr. Kingfish. He talks about that. He's a trucker. Wait a second. So you're telling me right there that already a station exists of this kind of nature? You're yes. trying to tell me, hold on, hold on one second there, fella. You're moving quite a bit too fast. And I'll tell you, if you're moving too fast, you better slow down. You might get in an accident. And you're trying to tell me right there, right now. Why are you trying to go in that yonder, man? Over in that yonder. And so I'm going to tell you right there, these little kids were running across the freeway, the highway. We call it the bayou down south and uh what happened was these kids crossed the highway on the bayou. And I'm going to tell you, if you've ever driven by the Everglades, uh, they got some gators. They got some gators down there. And if you do not tell you right there. Oh, Gator Johnny. Uh, gator Johnny. <laughs> oh, man. So you telling me a station already exists? Guys, let me tell you something. You're trying to say right now that stations exist right now like this? Gator Johnny, what's up, I guys? I don't understand. Okay, so then there's a person talking about gators on here. And so I was thinking about maybe doing voices and uh, talking and bringing back the old and maybe Russian people, because I have a lot of Russian friends where we do these things and we talk a lot about the vodka. You know, we talk Ruski, we talk Bruski, and we talk a lot of these things. And so I was thinking of, hey, I could bring... Or I was I was gonna do this. Let check this out real quick. Let's see. Okay, so let me tell you something. Okay, you're gonna say goodnight to the bad guy. It's not gonna be the last night you're gonna see a bad guy like this again. Okay, hey Papo, you ever seen the movie? Let me tell you right now. You ever seen the movie Scarface? No, I have not. I you you don't tell me nothing. I don't tell you nothing. It's without Pacino. You understand? And so what are we gonna do? And so I'll tell you right now, man. Okay? It's okay. Don't don't say goodnight to the bad guy. So last time you're gonna see the bad guy again. Okay? Okay, man, no problem. That's what I'm talking about. And so and so then I was thinking if I can't do a station that breaks down anything like that, um Okay, maybe, maybe like, hello, for sure, we can just do a station, like, um, kind of like, maybe, because you're like from the East Coast, right? And so I was thinking maybe we can do like a station from like, um, what is that neighborhood out in New York, where it's like the rich people kind of go hang out up there. Um, and it's by the beach. And like, um, Come on, P. Diddy has a house out there, and like everybody does. Do you know what I'm talking? The Hamptons. I was thinking of doing like Hampton Radio then, and so like we're rich. Um, you think that would work? 
I don't actually know anybody that did Hampton Radio. If you want to do a couple like that, that would actually work. You know what? I'm actually getting a call right now. I got to go. Can we continue this call later? No, no problem, my friend. Okay. This is John Radio, everybody. You can look me up. Um, I'll call you back, and maybe we'll talk in just a little bit. Um, I got to figure out and go to the drawing board on how to find a station.